Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. What a mess. Well, that's coming right up. And this is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And now it's my pleasure to introduce my friend, my partner, the one, the only, Mr. Brian. No, hello, B. What a mess this college football thing is. We're going to try to straighten it out. How are you? I'm good, Andy. Good to be with you, man. Yeah, it's crazy. We got some... Uh, we got action, as Ethan yeah. Salam, my Saturday night partner, would say in college football. Crazy to predict, but that's what makes it fun. Poop fest. And before we get into this, I think there's a bigger situation because you are now like touring the nation. And now I see pictures on social media in Philadelphia. Okay, how is Philadelphia? And tell me, what's the next stop so I'll be prepared? I'm going to come over there to Kentucky and slap you around. Oh Philly was goodness. good. I was uh, I was just there for the Eagles game, literally. Like, swooped in town, left. I would have stayed longer, but it's just the way it worked out. Right. But love the game, except for Tampa not covering. That part wasn't cool <laughs> for my confidence pool. But it was a lot of fun being there at the game. I'm going to try to get to the Thursday night game to see the Browns. I have never been to a Cleveland Browns game before. So there are a few stadiums I need to check off the list. I'm down there, Andy. Probably only about maybe six more I need to go see live in person. Something like that. Six or seven-ish. But I've been to almost every stadium in the NFL. So you, Cleveland you is one to I'm going to try to scratch off. Yeah, got to get to Vegas as well. That'll be huge. Yeah, Vegas. Would be, you been to Dallas? Yeah, Dallas is uh, great. It's one bet, of my favorite yeah. stadiums. It's crazy. That's great. So you're on your way, and we'll be following you, and everybody follows you on social media, so that's great. But, you know, right now, I, I think the only stable situation in college football is Georgia, because i got to believe they're going to remain number one. Although Kentucky gave them a little bit of a push in that first half, 14-7, but Kentucky falls 30-13. And Kentucky right now uh, goes down as uh, one of the two teams that were undefeated going into yesterday. Iowa was the other one. Kentucky's out now, too. But Georgia will remain number one. One, I'm sure. 
Well, yeah, absolutely. Georgia will be number one. Uh, we still have a handful of undefeated teams, Andy. There's right? about like, 11, 11 yeah, undefeated yeah, right now. Yeah, we got a lot. So that that number is absolutely going to dwindle down one by one. But Kentucky, for as great of a start as they had, their offense could do nothing against that Georgia defense. Man, that Georgia defense is oh. lights out. And that's the crazy thing, Andy, is – Kirk Herbstreet said this a couple of Saturdays ago. You really have to affect Georgia's eyes on defense, meaning a lot of misdirection, a lot of fakes, get them looking one way, go another way. And Kentucky had a couple of really nice plays where they did exactly that. But there's only so much you can do. You can't go misdirection on every single play. Um, I, I guess you could, but it would be so unnatural to do something like that. And man, Kentucky could do next to nothing against Georgia's defense. 243 total yards for Kentucky, and they also blocked the Kentucky field goal attempt. It was amazing, and their defense is smothering. And you know what? They take a lot of pride in that defense as well, because you saw at the end of the game, they just didn't want to budge or kind of give up that last uh, last touchdown to Kentucky at the end of the ball game. They just wouldn't give it. They They have a lot of pride in that defense. Yeah, and my bad on that. I was doing the show last night and was saying the final score was thirty to seven, and that Georgia covered the spread. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't see the last touchdown at the very end with the last few seconds. Uh, so yeah, Kentucky with the backdoor cover du jour right there. How about that? A lot of respect for Georgia minus twenty one and a half yesterday. You're favored by three touchdowns and the hook. And they came that close to covering. So lots of respect from the betting community when it comes to the dogs. Okay, but who saw this game coming? Who saw Purdue dominating number two Iowa? And now Iowa, believe me, I got to believe like they go down from two to perhaps ten in the rankings when they come out tomorrow. But Purdue really handed it to Iowa yesterday. And it's amazing because I think Purdue somehow has Iowa's number over the last several years. Well, yeah, it was a, a huge loss for Iowa. That's just a bad, bad loss for them. And I've got Iowa at 11. We'll see how far they drop. I think they're going to drop around that area. But losing to an unranked Purdue team, and not just losing, getting smacked. Think about this. Iowa was favored by 11 points. They scored seven. They didn't even score the spread, <laughs> what they were favored by. So that was a beat down and uh, in Iowa City as well, the game was in Iowa, right? In Iowa, right. yeah. So that makes it even uglier. It, it was pretty ugly. It really was. So we, we got Georgia one. Uh, you know, the, the funny thing is to me when these teams have to prove something, they really want to roll up the score. I guess you know to give the voters some uh, eyebrow raising, they have to roll it up, and that's what Cincinnati did yesterday, fifty six twenty one over UCF. You know, I, I just don't like the idea that UCF did get twenty one against UCF them. Stand and, up. Huh? I know, but I, I think when you look at the voting this week and the poll tomorrow. Cincinnati could go from three to two tomorrow because they put up the big 56 yesterday. Yeah, but who cares? Like they're they're playing trash teams. You I know? agree. They probably they'll probably be number two just by default because I don't think Oklahoma is going to leapfrog them. They played an unranked TCU team, Alabama playing unranked Mississippi State. I don't think Cincinnati is going to get leapfrogged. Right? I think I they agree. will be number two by default. But I was thinking about this, Andy. Let me throw this at you. You tell me if sure. you agree with what I'm saying. So we all know that Cincinnati's resume is beating Notre Dame. Right. Period. End of story. Like, the no end. <laughs> like, right. Because I, I was thinking of it this way. If 
Notre Dame had won that game, like, would Cincinnati's wins against largely unranked, mostly garbage teams, would that strengthen Notre Dame's resume? You understand what I'm saying? Like, if the roles were reversed. Oh, hey, I don't think so. Not, not at all. Not at all. There's not no way. Because mean, Cincinnati's schedule is is so terrible. favorable right now. Yeah. It's garbage. You know, you look at Cincinnati and you can almost substitute what we've talked to over the years with UCF. You know, they always banged on the door and say, let us in the top four. No, you don't deserve it. You don't play anybody. Yeah, Cincinnati got lucky. They played Indiana and they played Notre Dame. But when they played Indiana, they weren't even right in the top 25. And they beat them. They beat Notre Dame, which is not a great Notre Dame team. Now, here's the question I have for you, okay? They have the rankings here. And let's say Cincinnati does come in ahead of Oklahoma and Alabama. And I scratch my head. Is Cincinnati really a better team than Alabama? Is Cincinnati no. a better team than Oklahoma? I don't think so. So how could they be ranked well, high? I, I they, they, they could like to, be they could be better than Oklahoma, although Caleb Williams did his thing. Yes, tremendous! My goodness, thing. he was really yes. good. Um, but no, they're not. Cincinnati's not better than Alabama. We of course know that. not. But it's just you know, it's for the time being. It's not like these rankings are set in stone. It's for the time being. And Bama just lost a game the previous week, but things are going to ebb and flow, and it's going to change. But. I can't uh, I can't imagine when it comes right down to it. It's like we're just having fun on a Tuesday oh, yeah. evening, right? It's right. kind of like, yeah, let's go to Applebee's. Let's go to TGI Fridays. Like, well, we're just having fun. This isn't serious yet, meaning, hey, who are the final four teams, right? So once it gets down to that, that changes the equation. Right. You got Oklahoma. I'm, I'm in there with the Oklahoma, Alabama as well. But look, let's not forget Michigan State. They're 6-0. and Don't forget Oklahoma State. They've won three in a row right now. And they've won, I think, two out of the three of the ranked opponents. You know, Oklahoma State is undefeated. And it's going to be a showdown down the road, I would think, between Oklahoma State and Oklahoma for that Big 12 title. Well, yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's going to be a big deal when we get to Bedlam. And that has gone Oklahoma's way uh, many times in recent memory. But it's one of those teams, if you look at Oklahoma, I I guess like one of these teams is going to sneak in. And if you look at Oklahoma State, right, they just beat Texas. That's a big deal. They don't face a ranked opponent until Oklahoma at the very end of the season. And and so it could be one of these teams that we're not even really talking about much at all. It could be an Oklahoma State. It, I think that one of these squads is going to sneak in there just because there's no Clemson. And, and really, all bets are off. Can you imagine if Georgia beats Alabama in the SEC championship game, if that is the matchup? Right. You got spots for three teams after Georgia. So uh, your guess is as good as mine at this point because some of these teams that we get excited about, like, oh, Iowa, oh, big win. They don't face another ranked opponent from here on out. Yeah, they just got trashed by Purdue of all teams. And then you go down the road, right? Do you really trust Oklahoma? I don't. A lot of people are excited about Oregon after they beat Ohio State. Next thing you know, they lose to Stanford. You can't trust them. They barely beat Cal. So there are a lot of teams that are showing that they're not going to be around when it matters at the end of the season. You know, you mentioned Clemson, and basically they're out of it. I turned on that game on Friday night against oh, Syracuse. Man. Syracuse had them. Syracuse had them. Really? They had them by the throat. They couldn't close it. That's, it was a shame. It really was. They were lucky to get out of Syracuse alive. They really were. How crazy was that where, I, again, I mean, I just look at the point spread just to get a, a, a gauge of what Vegas is thinking and what the public is thinking. 
You had Clemson favored by 13 points on the road. They barely squeak by 17 to 14. Like that, that's ugly, but you're Should've barely squeaking by Syracuse. And the wow. kid missed a field goal. Again, unreal. I mean, the end of the game could have been tied. It was unreal. But let's get back to this Caleb Williams situation. Oklahoma's found the quarterback. He was 18 for 23, ran for 66 yards. And by the way, let's take a listen on that 41-yard run. Caleb, let me hear it. Williams, he will keep it. Runs left, makes a cut outside. Wow! 35-30, down the sidelines, 25-20, 15 to the 10, cuts midfield to the 5. That was spectacular! All right, that's from Learfield, obviously. Who was the, the play-by-play guy? Toby Rowland. Toby Rowland from, uh, from Learfield. I tell you what, I listened to part of that game on the Oklahoma Network, okay, on radio. <laughs> I, I, that's, you know, that's the way I'm crazy. I like to listen to local radio. And, How did and they, you find it? Like, where it was on you Sirius go? XM. You get on Sirius oh, XM, okay. they can pick it up. Every once in a while, I can get it on my regular radio, but I know Sirius XM carries their local games every once in a so while. So what do you listen to it on your phone, your laptop? What do you do? No, on my radio. I got a, you know. So you got an old school radio and you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got a Sirius XM box. A box. Okay. So I I listened to that. I got it on there. So uh, after they start scoring Oklahoma, the announcers were saying Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy candidate. I mean, this is what you get on local radio and like the cheerleaders in the press. <laughs> box, you know? And I started to, to giggle and they said, well, yeah, why not? I mean, it's yeah, a wide open sure. situation, yeah. you know, but that's that's what you hear. You know, Caleb, Caleb Williams now, uh, Heisman Trophy. Well, I mean, that's the thing, Andy, is uh, I mean, he could be a candidate. That's fine. He's not going to yeah. win it. No, he didn't no start the first few no. games, uh, but he was tremendous yesterday against TCU. That's got to be a really Weird feeling for Spencer Rattler. Oh, think he about had the, that. He was yeah. Heisman in July. He won the Heisman. But I will tell you this much: he, he's a senior, I believe, right? No, no, no. He still think... has eligibility. This is so, an it so for him. Transfer portal for him. Very well could be. But oh, think yeah, about yeah. that: you're the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman. You're projected by some to eventually be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft, and you're benched yesterday, and you're going to midfield for the coin toss as a captain. And then watching Caleb Williams just dust TCU, that's a weird feeling for Spencer Rattler for sure. I don't know if the word would be weird or depressed or just, uh, I don't know what it is, but but weird is... Conflicted, right? You don't want to be like, man, this sucks. You got to hide that expression on your face because you want to be a team guy, but for you individually, it's brutal. Absolutely yeah, brutal. It's embarrassing. And you know what? Many times you hear the term bust. A guy was drafted out of college and he goes to the NFL and he doesn't make it and say, well, this guy was a bust. You know what? You may say that about Spencer. I mean, he may have been the, one of the bigger busts in college football. Well, I just wonder where it goes from here. Does he go out for the NFL draft? His stock has obviously fallen. How far has it fallen? Is he a, a third round pick? It's a quarterback needy league, as you well know, Andy, and supply and demand, right? Are you going to get a team that needs a quarterback that's looking at Spencer Rattler, who's available in the third round, and say, no, no thanks? <laughs> Are you going to draft a guy, yeah. take a flyer on him when he was projected at one point to be the number one overall pick? So I don't think he's going to fall too, too much if he went out for the draft. Would you be a third rounder, let's just say for the sake of argument? Or would you think about transferring and going somewhere else and trying to boost your stock? And maybe get back in the first round. It's going to be do, really interesting to see what he a, does. You know, pull a Joe Burrow, go from Ohio State to LSU, do the same thing that he yeah. did. 
Yeah. That's what I would do. I mean, but you know what? I was looking at the Oklahoma Sooner stats. I know I got like a lot of free time on my hand. And I'm saying, why would Caleb Williams be the man, okay? Caleb Williams picks up almost seven yards per rush carry on his stats, whereas Spencer was about three to four. And I think it really opens up that Oklahoma offense on the run game, which they need. And I think he's he's better suited for that offense. That's basically what it is. I don't think there's anything negative against Spencer, but the fact is that for that offense, Caleb Williams is a better fit. Well, yeah, and they were talking about it last night, Fowler and Herb Street, and it's back to that Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield type yeah. offense where Caleb Williams just moves around better. And sure uh, does. Look, look, he saved the day against Texas, but Texas has proven they can't be trusted, blowing double-digit leads in back-to-back weeks, and they did just beat TCU, who isn't even ranked. And So all I'm saying is Caleb Williams looked tremendous. But let's give it a little bit of time. That's all I'm saying, yeah. right? Let's just some body of work in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because right now it's Rattler stakes. This opens up the full playbook. This guy, Williams, throw him in the Heisman race. Ah, it's just Wait, The only thing that bothers me in, in this whole situation is that several weeks ago we heard and saw the fans in, in uh, Norman, Oklahoma, booing Spencer, okay? And now, you know, these fans are going to the bars in Norman, Oklahoma, say, yeah, we told you. We I told you he wasn't any good. That's what bothers me, really. Yeah, it's like a, a kid that's misbehaving that gets, you know, like a, a treat. Uh, on top, right? Like, it shouldn't happen, but that's exactly what's happened for the Sooner Faithful recently. You're exactly right. That's Brian. No, he's always right. Get him on Twitter at The No Show. N-O-E Show. We'll tweet him. We'll retweet him. We'll read him. Or at Andy Furman FSR. By the way, we have Bronx Talk Radio coming up in this hour, hour number two. We got bottom barrel betting on Brian. No one knows picks in hour number three. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this quarterback has some some help. We'll tell you all about it next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
The news isn't good on or off the field for this team. We'll get to that in just about a minute, 22 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday, and he is Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and we are at Fox Sports Radio. And Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Let's get into it. Week six. NFL is here right now. It's ball time, and your Dolphins are playing the Jags, the Battle of Florida, so to speak. Dolphins are giving up three, and I guess if there's any good news... Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, yep. Giving up three. It Uh, threw me off, right? I I thought you said they were getting three when they were... I'm sorry, I'm I'm on top of it now. You are? You are all about it. By the way, props to you, Andy, for It only took like two and a half years, but we got you there, right? Uh, Well, you know, because gambling to me was like a little... Well, this guy's always on top. There we go. Your Dolphins are 1-4, Jags are 0-5, the Battle of Florida, so to speak. And uh, Trevor Lawrence, the, the good news, I guess, he's getting some help with the run game in James Robinson. Uh, Robinson rushed for like 149 yards against the Titans last week. I just have a funny feeling today with the Tampa Bay uh, beating the Dolphins, your Dolphins, 45-17 last week. And Buccaneers finished with 33 first downs of 558 total yards. I have a feeling that the Jags... Get their first win today against your Dolphins. Well, I don't like your feeling. Let's start I, with I that. I'm not uh, a fan okay. of your feeling over here. <laughs> uh, but it could happen. Uh, no Xavier Howard for the Dolphins. Their pass defense has been brutal. Terrible. I, unbelievable, right? They have a lot of money invested in their corners. Xavier Howard is one of them. And, man, the pass defense has just been atrocious this year. But they get Tua, Tua. He's back. And, man, do they need some offense in a big-time way. So let's see if Tua gives them a shot in the arm because Jacoby Brissett left a lot to be desired when he was filling in for Tua and his broken ribs. You, you do believe that. You, so you're speaking with your heart, not your head now, because you're a fan. And that's fine. That's fine. What did I you, say? Well, you, well, what you did I say that was the, just so fan-driven? Did no, I say no, the Dolphins no. were going to score 55 points today? Huh? What no, did I say that was so fan-driven? You kind of hinted that the Jags will be 0-6 after the game today. Did I? You kind of hinted. <laughs> I talked about how bad their uh, Dolphins' pass defense was, and let's see if Tua can give them a shot in the arm. Where was I hinting that they're just going to smack around the Jags, huh? Because I, I said Tua, Tua, and then you forgot everything that I was saying because I sounded like a cheerleader for two okay. seconds, huh? I will say this. I'm in your corner. I want the Dolphins to go 2-4. and four. I want Urban Meyer to go 0-6 because he loses today. He's got one leg out the door. You know, and then they closed the coffin in a couple of weeks on this guy. Really? They're, 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 stop. Okay? He's not getting fired eight games into his season. It's well, no, not I, happening. No, it, I, I, think he'll, I think he's going to leave at the end of the year. He'll be gone. But I think that there's a very good chance he might be fired before the end of the season. There's a we need a bet on that. He's not, okay, let's do this. I, like, I, I don't see that happening at all. I don't think oh, that, we'll, see, we'll, well see. and this, this is why it's not a sure thing. Urban Meyer is fully capable of doing something completely stupid. Well, like he, already he did has. a couple of weeks ago, yeah, right? Yeah, Another yeah. thing, right? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not the lock of the century, but I am going to bet on Urban Meyer not being a doofus for, I don't, I've lost count, whatever it is this season, the right. sixth time, seventh time, roughly, right around there, yeah. with some of the missteps he's made. But no, I don't, he's not getting fired in a couple of weeks, Andy. That's not happening. Well, this we'll is year one. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, but Because the off-field situation really put a damper on his career. 
There's no doubt, and it's the length of his career, and the wins and the losses are, are piling up in, in, in a situation right now that is just really ugly. But we move on. I'm going to well, talk about. Here, this. I'll say this real fast. Speaking of ugly, last little thing on this game: the Dolphins' defense was on the field for 37 minutes last week against Tampa. <laughs> 37 minutes. They but gave up that 33 first downs. It was crazy. Yeah. Tampa gained 558 yards in total offense. That was ugly. And I think you go back last week in London, right? The Jets, before they got to London, their defense was on the field for 93 plays against the Titans. (laughs) Right. And then they go all the way to London, and they weren't exactly playing lockdown defense against the Falcons. So I'm curious if something similar happens to the Dolphins, where they were on the field for a lot of plays, a lot of minutes, gave up a lot of yards, don't have Xavier Howard. That's not a great formula for them playing respectable defense, even against the Jags today. So we'll no, see what right. happens. Okay, Chiefs in Washington. I'm, you look at the Chiefs record, you look at the typographical error, two and three, but they are two and three. They give a, they're giving up six and a half against Washington. And the, the worst thing about this Washington football team right now is off the field. The announcement they made 48 hours ago, I think it was, that Sean Taylor's retirement will be today, that is disgusting. Was it done to take away a lot of the news with the emails? I don't know. But to take away one of the team favorites of all time and to announce, I think it was on Thursday, announced they're going to have a Jersey retirement ceremony today in Washington before the game at the alumni homecoming game, that's just bad Bad business. It's just bad. Yeah. I mean, if I'm Sean Taylor, you know, I say, oh, I'm sorry you doing this right now. I had plans. I can't make it. Well, I mean, Sean it's, Taylor's it's dead, so that's yeah. not Well, I'm just saying, should, should he be there? I'm just saying, if family members or whatever it might be, right? It's just terrible. Don't you think? I well, mean, listen, it, it was so bad for the Washington football team to do it this way. They're honoring right. the, the late Sean Taylor. This should be well in advance. Hey, it's going to no be doubt. week six. We should know this before the season. And, and even if, Andy, it sure does reek of, hey, let's divert their attention. Like, don't look at this scandal in these emails. Uh, right. Let's look at Sean Taylor. That's what it sounds like and seems like. Let's just say that's not what it is, just for the sake of argument, even though it reeks right. of being it exactly is, that. Right. But you've got to be aware of not only what things are, but what they look like. And if Washington really was doing this, like, hey, let's just announce it during the week. and Like, it looks so bad when the timing fits the timeline of this investigation into workplace misconduct and the Gruden emails have been dug up as a result of that. It would look bad if there was no emails. It would look bad if everything was hunky-dory Right, but it looks horrible because of the emails and the investigation. I'm with you right there. And that's why I hope they get blown out, and they probably will. Because this this Washington team, they've allowed their last three quarterbacks they faced to throw for four touchdowns in each of the games. I'm talking about when they played Buffalo, they played Atlanta, and they played against Jameis Winston. In the last two weeks, it's unbelievable. Now they got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he'll have a field day today. Well, it's the most disappointing unit in football is Washington's defense. We thought they were going to be really good. They are second to dead last in points per game allowed. They're 31st. But the only defense that's worse is the Chiefs. The Chiefs are dead last in points per game allowed. Chiefs are giving up 32.6 points per game, Andy. Yeah. Almost 33 points per game. That is atrocious, dude. And I'm curious if they get back on track, right? Like, they allow less than their average against Washington. I They should, but we'll see if yeah. they do. But they will They will win this game. And they'll win. But they'll score. They'll outscore them. It'll be something like a 41-21 game, something like that. But they'll win, and they'll win big. 
and they need to. They really do. I mean, you look at their two and three record. That's shocking. It really is that the Chiefs are two and three right now, and uh, not good. You know, not good for the Chiefs. I, you know, I don't know that it's as shocking when you really think about it. Like they should have beat. Baltimore. They had the game, the Clyde Edwards Alaire fumble late. They should have won that game. Right. But then you lose to the Chargers. Okay, that's not shocking. You lose to the Bills. They got smacked around, but that's not mm. shocking either. When you really right. look at the losses, it's not as shocking as when you see two and three, Kansas City. Whoa, how do you explain this? It's like just go through the losses. It's not that crazy to explain it. And the back end of their schedule is kind of light. So I think they're going to make up for it down the stretch. They really will. They'll get on track. I can't imagine yeah, got, them missing they, the playoffs, but yeah, they got Denver, Denver twice, Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh. That's not bad. You could fatten up on those guys. And the Giants, too, on the schedule. So they've got a couple of wins there. No doubt about that. All right. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. I'm Fox Sports Radio. Now, he's cleared to play today, but it won't make much difference. We'll explain that next. But first of all, guy, Brian Fenley with the latest. <laughs> Andy, Dad, and Brian, great to hear from you. And, Andy, I know you're getting excited about your Bengals, but I think you're getting a little bit nervous here because as we get closer to game starting today, the Bengals' opponent, the Lions, according to NFL Network, having a couple key pieces who are going to play including DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, TJ Hawkinson, and Trey Flowers. They are all coming off injuries, all set to play. So if I'm Andy, I'm dry heaving. Broncos Broncos running back Melvin Gordon is expected to play against the Raiders. He's been dealing with a hip issue. Bears running back Allen Robinson has an ankle problem, but that's not going to deter him from seeing the field against the Packers. Chargers Mike Williams is a thumbs up after missing all this week with an injured knee and Chiefs Tyree Kill is going to power through despite a quad injury and play as far as college football from Saturday night Tennessee losing to number 13 Ole Miss 31 to 26 the story was not necessarily the players and the the game itself but it was the fans causing a ruckus a 20 minute delay with about a minute left as they were throwing and flinging mustard bottles and water bottles and even golf balls aiming them at the Rebels on the sideline one even got really close to Lane Kiffin the head coach and he had a a yellow range ball in his hand I know, Andy, you have a big bucket of range balls in a glass jar in your kitchen, but this is a little bit different. Uh, number four, Oklahoma finishes off TCU 52-31. to 31. Caleb Williams, as you guys were talking about, four touchdown passes. Bryce Young, four touchdown tosses. Number five, Alabama. Patty Wax, Mississippi State 49-9. to Patty nine. Wax. You like that? That's a new one, well, right? You know, trying to mix it up a little bit. Be be sure to use it and spread, spread the good word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number one, Georgia, and number three, Cincinnati wins, so I know Andy's happy about that that and then finally guys when it comes to baseball we do have one playoff game later today that's going to be game two between the Braves and the Dodgers just before 9 p.m or excuse me 8 p.m eastern and in that NLCS the Dodgers lost game one three to two Austin Riley with an RBI single in the bottom of the ninth so that was a game one win for Atlanta on Saturday and then also on Saturday the Red Sox hit not one but two grand slams against the Astros nine to five the final and that ALCS is tied at one game. As I get it back to the two guys, as Brandy, Brandy, Andy Furman, and Brian No. Two What's guys your favorite Brandy song, by the way? Brian you know, Bradley. I don't know if I have listened to any Brandy, and I don't drink Brandy. I don't drink at all. So, what would I say yours is, Brian? Wrap it up. 
You know, you can't do that. You can't turn it on me here, Brian. Ask <laughs> you a direct question. Is, is that a, is that your answer to not knowing? A, a, a song? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> not sure. I, I can't name songs by name, but I'll look at the greatest hits. She had some good songs, by the way. I think the, the Tennessee fans were drinking brandy oh. last night. What was that? That's moonshine, probably. Really? Wow, that was bad, man. Come it was on. ugly. It really was. But we'll see you in an hour. Thank you so much. Hey, by the way, he had them on the ropes. We'll get to that in just about a minute. Bronx Talk Radio in about seven, eight minutes from now. He's Brian Noah, Mandy Furman. And Rams at Giants today. Giants are getting nine, which tells me they don't got a chance in heck. They don't. Their quarterback, Daniel Jones, is going to play. He was cleared after that concussion he, he suffered in that loss to Dallas, 44-20 loss to Dallas last week. Uh, Saquon Barkley, he won't play, but the Rams will have a field day today. And I look for our wide receiver, Cooper Cup, to have a big day. Big day against that Giants defense today. So the Rams will go out and beat them up pretty good. They may double them up like something like 32-16 today. Well, first off, Andy, sometimes, you know, uh, nine-point dogs win outright. It's not that crazy. I don't think today's the day for that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're saying, oh, nine points, it tells me the Giants have no chance. I would disagree with that. Right, there are. But you wouldn't uh, take the giant. You no, wouldn't take not, the giants. No, not in this nine. spot. But you make no. it sound like, hey, if you're favored oh, no. by nine points, like it's a wrap. You're well, no, at least no. going Just, to win I'm, the I'm game looking outright. Zeroing in on this game because okay, this you one. Know, the, the giants don't have a chance in this game. I mean, I, I would even take eleven. I'd give it eleven points in this game. I would do that, but. I'd say about 32-16. It just, the Rams are a better team, period, end of story. That's just it, really. Well, they're going to get fat. The Rams are. Their next three opponents' combined record is 2-13. and 13. So it's Cake City for the Rams here. And yeah, they the might Lions be 7-1, and one, right? They might be 7-1 yeah. and one here pretty soon. But the Giants are just so banged up, Andy. That's the thing, man. No Saquon. You've got you know Darius Slayton. He's been banged up. Kenny Galladay has been ruled out. Kadarius Toney is questionable. Right? Daniel Jones was stumbling around after getting hit in the head last week. Like That's just a lot of talent that's banged up for the Giants. It's really tough to beat a team like the Rams when you're that banged up. You're exactly right. Now, I was uh, I was holding my breath last week. You know, Texans are at the Colts today. Texans are getting 10. Uh, both teams are 1-4. But the good news for the Texans, even though they lost, they had the Patriots on the rope. And I was saying, wow, it was 25-22. The Pats beat them. It was a tough one last week. And, you know, the Patriots sweated to beat the Texans last week. And their quarterback, the Texans quarterback, Davis Miss, uh, what, uh, he had like 312 yards Mills. and three touchdowns. Mills, Mills yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. David Mills, he had like 312 and three touchdowns. Touchdowns. I mean, he had a, a field day against the New England Patriots last week. It was amazing. And they were lucky to win that game. They really were. Yeah, but they're still the Texans. <laughs> you know, and oh, the yeah, Colts right. yeah. desperately need a win. That was a brutal loss on the road on Monday night against the Ravens. And so, you listen, it's the most obvious statement today. The Colts can't drop to one in five. You know, they've got to smack around the Texans today. And, they and I think they will. They're just a better yeah. football team. How about Carson Wentz throwing for over 400 yards against that Ravens defense? So I'm curious what he does today, uh, but make no mistake, Colts in desperation mode at home needing a win, and I think they win with ease today. Uh, they're going to be locked in. There's no way. This is not a trap game for them. This is a must-win game for Indy. So you'd give up to 10, huh? If I had to go one way or the other, I would give up to 10. 
I don't like doing it, but yeah, I think it's, it's a, a lot. Ten, win ten's a lot. Well, I think it's a comfortable win too. But ten is crazy. I think Jonathan Taylor has a big game. The running back for the for the Colts today. I think it's a big day for him. But the Texans are bad. And you know what's funny? We're, we're in week six right now, and you can see how the league is shaping up already. You know, the good and the bad. There's a lot of separation. And this is bad. It really is. These two teams well, are bad. I think this, Andy. I think sometimes. <laughs> The Texans, they for them, they played really well last week and gave the Patriots a scare. And sometimes there's a tendency to think, oh, hey, this Texans team, they, they might play well again for the second week in a row. That's possible, but I look at it the other way, where I look at a desperate Colts team that's got to win the game. And when they're getting ready for the Texans this week, last week serves as a reminder of, hey, this team is capable. Like, we got to handle our business. We got to be focused. We got to be on point. We can't just show up and expect to win. So I think last week's result where the Texans played the Patriots tough, that actually makes life tougher for them today against the Colts. Could, could got be, to but you know what? I, I think the real answer to that question, the fact that the Patriots aren't that good, really. I mean, they just, they're just not that good. They're not a good football team. And they may eventually gel with Mac Jones a quarterback but right now they're not good and they got some problems especially on the offensive side of the ball they can't move the football I mean they really can't so yeah that uh, was their most uh yards of any game this year and uh it was 352 like that's not whoa holy cow they gained 503 yards you know yeah. it was 352 and that was the best they've done this season that happened against the Texans for crying out loud so yeah the Patriots have a lot of uh, issues to work out but uh, make no mistake, uh, Colts win this game handily. I can't imagine it's going to be that close today. Uh, yeah, I, I'd be shy. I think certainly the game is in Indianapolis as well. All right, he's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And the name of this game is Who Can Yell the Loudest, really? We call it Bronx Talk Radio. And it's freaking next! Bronx Talk Radio right around the corner. It's about 12 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday with Fox Football Sunday. Rolled right in with Brian No and Andy Furman. But right now, let's go to the Bronx. Guys, guys, guys. it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the rationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. Hey, well, fellas, it's always a freaking good time when we start with Lane Kiven getting golf balls thrown at his head. Obnoxious. You, you think freaking obnoxious. That, that is obnoxious, but it's also my kind of potty. We you know, know obnoxious in the Bronx yeah. over here, and that's obnoxious yes. right. right there. I heard that they were giving out orange golf balls because University of Kentucky, the big orange, right? So I think the golf balls were given by the University of Tennessee. University, University of Kentucky. Kentucky. What, what Kentucky. Did you do? You were still stuck in Kentucky over here. Everything's Kentucky with you. Get your head out of the Kentucky gutter. Already. It's always <laughs> Kentucky with you. It's always Kentucky this Kentucky. Kentucky, this Kentucky fried chicken. You got to stop. Do, do this you already. like KFC over there, Chris? On a side note, I actually, you know what? I prefer it over Popeyes. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you know, I like it's the a original hot take recipe by you. I like, I like the original recipe. I like a little bit of pepper, some zest with my chicken. 
KFC also, is very good, very good. Also, I, Popeyes is tremendous as well, but it's it's gone too far. Where it's like it's a hot take if you say KFC is better right now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all these guys shoving Popeyes down your freaking well, throat. Let me go back to the Southern Tennessee with the golf balls. Yeah, help me yeah. out. Where did where did I make a U-turn? What what's going on? Because you said University of Kentucky when you yeah, met you said Tennessee. University of Kentucky. Oh, yeah. You well, misspoke. It's on my mind. It's on you my mis- mind. You freaking right. spoke. Also. Yeah. Chicken sandwich at KFC is pretty good, Brian. Haven't had Chick-fil-A? haven't had either. What about Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A is all right. Good. It's whatever. Whoa, it's whoa, whoa, overrated. whoa, 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 whoa! It's whoa. fine. It's fine. Don't make me walk out of Prox Talk Radio over it's here. You don't talk trash about Chick Fil A. You know all what? Right. Why don't we start Bronx Chicken over here? Why don't we do that? Huh? Because it would be awful. Yes, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, what, what is Bronx famous for as far as food? Pizza? What would it be? Gabagool. Gabagool. Uh, spaghetti. No, I mean, Brooklyn's got the pizza. Jersey's got the gabagool. Go. What do we got? What's the Bronx got? Chopped got cheese? Za. You got the za over I there. I said that's, that's Brooklyn. Right. Fried rat. Listen yeah. to you. Nobody uh. eats fried rat. Did you but, uh, <laughs> You did see the rat haul off that crab, right? Ugh. Whole, whole crab. Yeah. Rat's hungry. Yeah. Man. It's the Bronx. How we get down. Disgusting. Some people hey. are eating the breakfast now. It's disgusting. Come well, on. hey, did you, was that a check swing or not in that Dodgers game? You saw yes. the Dodgers what, game, what right? kind of question is that? Who's going to say it wasn't? Of course it was. Right. Everyone's like, oh, no, we got to change all the umpires. We got to change everything. It's like, hey, why did she just not go around it? Huh? He Forget didn't go it. around. That's the whole thing. What are you talking about? Why what can't that be reviewable? Game, right? Why not? Uh, what, why is that not reviewable? You don't have to. It's 2021 for the for crying out loud over here. You don't have to go I don't over need a baseball to put on to the headset longer. and do the old school. Like, just have somebody in the booth. It I'm took one you. second to overlook that. He gives a thumbs down. That was the wrong call. On with life. Why is right. that not the case? That's fair. That umpire had some stones to make that call to end the game, didn't no, he? No, no, he had no eyesight to make that call. Well, he did. Like, it's he, not he, stones. He, he was dead base. wrong. It was the first base umpire that made the final call, not the home plate umpire. That, yeah, that's what I'm first. saying. It didn't take stones to screw up. It took a lack of eyesight to screw up. Good it's Lord. Amazing. What they should do is some technology, a little device attached to home plate, so when the bat passes home plate, no. it would buzz. We so don't, don't need that. No, we got a camera. No. We got a freaking no. camera yeah. over so what here. So why don't they review it? I don't understand. Well, we're going to add more it. robots, more machines, more more lasers, more everything when you got a good freaking handy cam. It I should be it. just like the uh, the tennis reviews over there. You know, where they're like, challenge that. And they look and it's like, ah, that ball was out. It takes a couple of seconds. That's what it should be that, for a check swing It would take a couple review. of seconds, but you forget this, Brian. We're talking about baseball here. I, it should be reviewable. Baseball would screw it up. They'd figure out a way to freaking screw it up over here. I'm telling as you. As long as it's freaking fast enough, it, that should be Screw it up as bad as Chris Taylor apparently screwed up running between second and third, Ooh, which cost the Boy, Dodgers okay. their first game in the NLCS. Probably karma. Was that karma? I don't know, but I'm still mad at that guy for hitting a two-run walk-off against my Cardinals over there. You know? <laughs> hey, that was brutal, fair play over that here. That you know? was brutal. That was ugly. Oh, his reaction like too. He was sitting down like after the, the rundown. In the, in the insurance commercial when the kid goes the wrong way on down the bases. 
That's what it looked like. What? What's the insurance commercial? Of it? I haven't seen what com- he's talking about at all. Uh, there's like I think a progressive insurance commercial. The only progressive insurance one is with the freaking Adams family over here, which is like going to your family reunion. Listen to you. Listen to you. I Who's am going listening. the wrong Come way in the commercial? I still want. I want to know this commercial over here. What? What is Why? going there's on? There's a in commercial that one? where they go to a little league game and the kids running the wrong way. Go get starts at home plate, goes to third. I think you have a conniption fit over here. I think you have right, hallucinations. Right. Hey, do you guys I'll like find safeties? It. I'll find that commercial. Okay, right, fine. Stop I, it. I want to go to my other story. Do you like safeties? Safeties. It's safeties, as in the two-point play in football. Do you like safeties? Oh. Ugh. It's a yes or no question. Yes. Answer it. Yeah, uh, I, I freaking guess, love yes. safeties. I mean, come on, you you're going to go a whole season and not see one. I mean, come on. Well, you might go a whole season without seeing one, but up in the Canadian... Wait, when have we had a whole season where you don't see one? The Canadian freaking football league has plenty this year, including we have Blue Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Edmonton Elks. This, this win for the Blue Bombers clinched their spot in the playoffs for the Grey Cup. More on that at some point. Three safeties in this Whoa. game. That's amazing. That, to me, is some sort of a record. Three freaking really. safeties. Now, apparently, this is a problem with the CFL. Where, you know, they, they, you know, it's only three downs, so they just decide to play it out of their own end zone rather than punting it away. Does anybody know how many safeties totally were in the NFL last Who year? Who cares? I, I'm talking I, about okay, game with three safeties. You're not going to go a whole season without a safety. That's ridiculous. There's always well, one. you can watch your favorite team go the whole season without a safety. Oh, you are the goalpost mover over here. We went from you might go a whole season, and now it's just your favorite team. No, if you watch a game, if you watch a game, one team now it's a game. Season a season. Yeah, now it's a game. It was the whole season. Now it's the whole game. Where's this commercial you're talking about? I think you're lying about everything. I'll listen to you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit starts fantasy football players rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. 
Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Can they get number one today? Well, we're going to tell you in just about a minute. He is Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And away we go. It's ball time. And here's my guy, Brian No. Hello, B. You ready to roll, baby? Just making stuff up on the fly, Andy Furman. I see you over there. But yes, I'm ready to fly. I'm ready to fly. You're getting ready because in about two and a half hours, they'll be playing that game again in London. Your Battle of Florida is in London this year. The Jags-Dolphins. I guess you'll be watching that one with a keen eye because your man Tua will be back on the center. Yeah, Tua's back from the broken ribs. Hopefully he's ready to roll. So, uh, yeah, it'd be good to see him. I got to go to the to church first, and then it'll be the Church of Ball. Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'll miss a little bit of the game in the first half, but I'll see the bulk of it. So hopefully it's a a Dolphins win. It's been a little while since I've seen one of those. You'll get one today. I know you will. Okay. And before we get into the games themselves, I I think we have to a little little bit of, if we can, a little bit of closure on this NFL email situation with this Gruden thing. I mean, Gruden's gone. I think his career is finished. I don't think he'll be back in the NFL any time in my lifetime or in his lifetime either. Really, I think it's gone. But there was something like, what, 650,000 emails, whatever it may have been, 65,000, whatever. I mean, you were right the first time, man. 650,000. You got to get that right, right? It's 650,000. 650,000. I know. Uh, but the point is that you have to would believe that there's something else involved in those emails. And I think it's going to come out that they're going to try to get Dan Snyder out. They'll find something on those emails to get the owner of the Washington football team out to oust him to say you got to sell the Why team. would you think that? Why? 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 If there was something there, don't you think it would have come out by now? I don't know. I mean, it's a long time to go through all those emails. Andy, it's like. So you think it's, these- it's over, done with, and that's it? Yeah, actually, I think that's all that's going to come out. Do I think there are other things around? Yeah, I do. But I I think this is most likely all that's going to come out. We'll see. Time will tell. But I just have a hard time believing John Gruden, who who should have gotten the gate, by the way, for the things that did come out. I'm not arguing that, but I have a hard time believing He's the only one. Oh, I agree. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And, and and I'll go one step further. Do you believe that the fans or the public or even media, uh, should be should, should there be some transparency with these emails that we should be able to see what was said, that they should release those emails to the public through the media? Do you believe that that should happen? Well, I just believe it won't happen. Whether it oh, should yeah, or yeah. shouldn't, it's the NFL doesn't want that. Of course and not. And the NFL is obviously very powerful, and you start wondering, like, well, if you had the goods and your whatever, the Wall Street Journal or the the Washington Post or the New York Times or whatever, why wouldn't you come out with it? And it's like, 
Man, if you want to be ousted by the NFL and do something that they don't want, there are a lot of places that wouldn't do that, right? So right. I just think that it's very, very curious that in this whole investigation of the Washington football team, and there were many, 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 many allegations of uh, improper workplace etiquette, the main guy who has crashed and burned is John Gruden, and he's not right. even – affiliated with that franchise that's crazy to me that just seems like I'm one incredible coincidence i'm with you and the funny thing is like when they question mark davis the president of the las vegas raiders this week i believe he was on espn and they asked him uh basically uh, your thoughts with gruden or whatever it might be you know he said he's somewhat tight-lipped he says go ask espn Ask ESPN. I mean, he didn't even want to yeah, comment he on it. He said the NFL. He didn't oh, say ask the NFL. Yeah, yeah, go ask the NFL. And I, I think that he felt almost betrayed that he had to lose his coach. I, I think that, that's the way I read that. It's like he didn't want Gruden to go. He like, and he may have even known what was going on, but he just felt like he was like uh, his coach was swooshed away from him, stolen from him, because I think he was pretty close with John Gruden. Well, yeah, I see it the same way. His statement said everything right there. Go ask the NFL. They have all the answers. And that told me he didn't want to let John Gruden go. Sure. And uh, look, it's one of these things where um, I I think that's crazy when the stuff that came out. But um, he's bent, obviously, that the NFL – Right? Like, if you look at the timeline, Andy, they had the one email about Demora Smith. That one is leaked. That's on a a Friday. Mark Davis saw all the other emails, right? Everything else that eventually came out. He didn't do anything about it. John Gruden coached against the Bears. And then all of a sudden, it broke publicly. You know, how did that happen exactly, right? Like, who leaked it? It just seems very, very curious. And if you look at Mark Davis's reaction, he's basically saying, I don't appreciate someone leaking this. And he might think right. it's the NFL doing that. And that's fine. But, man, that is – I think that's the wrong lane to be in where – you're looking there with your arms folded like, man, this stinks. I had to get rid of John Gruden. It's like you should be looking at John Gruden like, what are you doing? It's right, not about right. what's leaked. It's about what he wrote. Or why he why he was gone. You know, why he had to get his head cut off. I mean, you know, Mark, I understand your loyalty and he's your guy. He's your coach and you handpicked him. But the point is that he had to go. I mean, look what he did. I mean, it's just, you know, Mark, if you would have said these things and you put them in email, you probably would have lost the team. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's just, in this day and age, that's not going to fly, man. Right, I'm with you right there. Not at all. You can't be anti-gay, anti-black. You can't do those things, man. So it's, I've always said this, let me just say this real fast. I've said this before with, remember we were talking about Urban Meyer, and it's not about the person taking the video. It's about Urban Meyer doing something stupid. It's not about who leaked the emails with John Gruden. It's about John Gruden writing stupid things over and over again. It's like people are always going to dig and try to, uncover stuff and look for a story and you can't give them one you can't be an idiot with how you conduct your business it's not about who's uncovering it it's about the person doing something stupid to begin with you know it's funny you said you can't do that i'll go one step further it's not you can't do it obviously you can't you shouldn't do it you know it's wrong you shouldn't do it it's not it's not right it's it's just it's just an ugly thing to do you shouldn't do it yeah you can't in this day and age you can't but you shouldn't you just shouldn't do it anyway 
You know what I mean? You just you don't do things like that. It's just it's it's bad. I'm gonna move on. Let's go. Bengals Lions, okay? And, and you know what? I got a sore spot for Chris. I, I really do. I got a real sore spot for Chris. Lions are getting three and a half today. And uh, this Lions team, obviously, they're zero five. But why do you have a the, bleeding heart for Chris? Let me just because say this: he's a, he's a Lions fan. He does. Yeah, their I podcast. don't care. Loves- let, let me just say this: screw Chris. You oh, know, wow. he doesn't have us on his podcast. I don't need a bleeding heart from you for Chris. You know, oh, I hope wow. the Lions lose right, by sixty-two today. How about that? The hell with Chris. But I will say this: if you look at the Lions' schedule, they're zero five. They easily could have been two and three. And a heartbreaking loss with that 66-yard field goal against the Ravens. And last week, what was it? Uh, Greg Joseph hits a 54-yarder at the gun, and they lose 1917 to the Vikings. So, I mean, they could have been 2-3. and three. I know could have, would have, should have, but those are heartbreaking losses. They really are. Yeah, and when you're looking for your first win, that makes it even more painful. Right. Uh, like, of course, the 66-yarder would have to hit the crossbar before it went in. Oh, I it's not bad right, enough for right, him to just right. hit it, right? It's got to hit the crossbar and really pour the salt into the wounds. But it's been that type of start for Detroit. But, hey, listen, man, I give them credit. They've been battling, right? They have been playing hard. And, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. But there are a lot of teams that if they were in the same situation, they wouldn't be giving the same effort Detroit has been giving. So I give them credit for that. Well, I will say this. I think I think the Bengals right now offensively are a lot stronger than the Lions. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. The Lions secondary is somewhat young. I think Jamar Chase could have a good day today. If they could keep Joe Burrow upright if, and if they don't put pressure on Joe Burrow, the Bengals probably will win and should win. I don't think they're going to win by a lot, but I think they'll win, win this game. I think the Bengals will win. Well, how about the big play, man? Jamar Chase. It's crazy what he's, he's been doing. I saw this stat, Andy, where – Chase is only the second rookie receiver with at least 450 receiving yards and five receiving touchdowns through five games. The other guy was some dude named Randy Moss in 1998. (laughs) Like, that's what Jamar Chase has done, over 450 receiving yards and five touchdowns in his first five games. And all those questions about the drop season, the preseason, that's a distant memory right now. Yeah. It's great. I mean, he probably will be, well, he's a front runner for the Offensive Rookie of the Year award right now. I mean, he makes things happen on the offensive side of the football. He certainly does. So we'll see what I buy. Yeah, I, he's I like definitely the, up there for sure. I like be... the Bengals in this one. I really Are do. Are you sure about that? I yeah. really am. Okay. Are you sure about that? Okay, enough for Chris, enough with the Lions. Okay, we've got a Packers Bears. Packers in Chicago today. Bears are getting five and a half this one. This is kind of a strange one. Five and a half. I don't know. You got Mason Crosby last week. He missed field goals oh, for 36, 51, 40. Then he finally wins it on a 49 yarder last week against Cincinnati in Cincinnati. But the Bears have won two straight. They, they beat Vegas and they beat, oh, okay, Detroit. I understand. But they got that real good pass rush and they could put some pressure on Aaron Rodgers. But, uh, you know, the, 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 Packers seem to have always had the Bears numbers over the last several years. Oh, yeah. They have just dusted the Bears. Right. <laughs> just nasty, right? Chicago has won just four times in the past 23 games <laughs> yeah. against Green Bay. So it just beat down City. Typically. Even with injuries, even when the Packers had all those injuries, they still beat them up. Yeah, they typically have their way. And I just wonder, it was a nice win last week against the Raiders. Uh, even though there was some drama going on with Gruden and the first email leaked what he had to say about Demora Smith. And so it looked like a very distracted Raiders football team last week. But that still was a nice win for the Bears. I just keep wondering when they need more offense, can they find it? 
Because you think about the 47 total yards they gained against the Browns. That was just a couple of weeks ago. 47 total yards. The Browns gave up 47 points last week against the, the Chargers, right? The Bears gained 47 yards against them a couple of weeks ago. And then last week against the Raiders, Justin Fields has 111 passing yards, which they did enough to win the game, and that's all that really matters. But it just begs the question, in a game like today, where Aaron Rodgers, if you got to match points with him, you might need to might need to see a lot more from Justin Fields, and is he capable of doing that just yet? Right. I, I, that Packers defense not exactly the '85 Bears, but I'm just saying that's the main question: Can Justin Fields deliver more offense if that's what he needs to do today? Yeah, you you got a great offensive team in Green Bay and a real good defensive team in Chicago. Chicago needs some offensive help. They certainly do, and that's the key right there. So I still believe the Packers are a better team overall. Uh, five and a half points. I tell you, uh, I I would uh, I I'd give up the points in this one. I'll take the Packers. Packers by thirty one seventeen, thirty one twenty, something like that. I'm gonna grip my teeth and take the points in this one because really? the Bears defense they lead the NFL with eighteen sacks. That was not exactly an offensive, you know, fireworks show by the Packers last week against your Bengals. The Bears play very similar defense to the Bengals, right? They're capable of a game like that. So, yeah, I think this is a close game, even though I do not have a ton of faith in this Bears offense. They have no run game. Uh, Yeah, and Justin Herbert, I'm sorry, Justin Fields is learning on the job, right? It's going to take a little bit of time. But I think this divisional rivals, a second straight road game for the Packers, they're banged up as well. Yeah, I'll white-knuckle it and take the points in this one with the Bears. All right, we'll see when on those picks. We'll do that. All right, he's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. By the way, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. You get Brian No on Twitter at the No Show, and we show at Andy Furman FSR. By the way, we have bottom barrel betting in this hour. Brian No and No's picks is mentioned in our third hour, but don't Don't forget his name when you're talking MVP. That's next. This team has fallen off the mountain. We'll get to that in just about a minute. About 21 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He is Brian Noam, Andy Furman, and we're rolling along NFL week number six. Hard to believe, but it is. And B, we got the charges at the Ravens today. Both teams, four and one charges, uh, getting two and a half. Two and a half in this one. You got Lamar Jackson. He's passing and he's running just like an MVP this year. 442 passing yards, 62 rushing yards last week and that overtime win over the Colts, 31-25. Ravens could have some problems against the pass, but I feel like the Ravens in this game over the charges. Game is in Baltimore, about 30-27, 31-27 in that game. Well, I'm going to go against you and the betting public because this has grown to the spread is three now, depending on where you see it at. But if we're, uh, we typically use DraftKings uh, for this morning radio show, right? Yeah. And the Ravens are minus three right now, which is significant potentially, right? Compared to two and a half, maybe. Yes, it is. That's a big deal right there, betting wise. I'm going to take the Chargers in this one. And it's really interesting, Andy, because. If you look at what the offenses have done recently, the Ravens, they love to run the football. 
their streak of 43 games rushing for at least 100 yards came to an end last week against the Colts. But typically they rush for at least 100 yards. They've done that for a long time now, right? And look at what the Chargers defense wasn't able to do against the Browns last week, where both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt had a field day. They rushed for 222 yards combined. That's a ton. So if the Chargers have a hard time stopping the rush and they're facing the Ravens, well, that's not a great formula. But you also look at what the Ravens, they allowed Carson Wentz to throw for over 400 yards. If they can't slow down Carson Wentz, how are they going to slow down Justin Herbert? So I think the Chargers are going to put up a lot of points, gain a lot of yards. Baltimore, this is a short week. That was an emotional win in a primetime game against the Colts. Maybe there's a little bit of a letdown. And when two teams are pretty evenly matched, that can make the difference. So I like the Chargers in this one. Yeah, and you know what? You talk about evenly matched. I kind of look at past scores, and maybe it's just comparable scores. Now, both teams did play Kansas City this year. Ravens beat him by a point, 36-35 in Week 2. And the Chargers beat him by 6 in Week 3. Other than that, you got Vegas. Ravens lose to Vegas. Chargers beat Vegas. So, you know, it, it's so close, you just don't know. And that's why I take Baltimore, because the game is there. I think that home field is going to make the difference in this game. That's how close this game is going to be. Well, if you go back to 2019, right, uh, from that point on till now, home teams have a losing record, just outright. And then also, when the spread is involved, it's even worse. So home field advantage doesn't mean as much as it once did. And, uh, I mean, listen, that's not the case everywhere. There are still some teams that have a good record at home. There are some teams that have great home field advantage in terms of the atmosphere and the crowd and all of that. And Baltimore is one of those places. But overall, home field doesn't mean what it used to mean. And uh, I just think shorter week, that's a big, big deal for this Ravens team. And that's why I would favor the Chargers in this one. But the Ravens are supposed to get Rashad Bateman back. He's expected to make his debut, the first round rookie wide receiver. So might get our first glimpse of Bateman today. Okay, so you like the Chargers? I do. Okay, this is a good game, both 4-1. and one. Okay, we move on. Vikings-Panthers. Vikings are giving up 2.5 to the Panthers right now. And the Panthers, you look at this team, and I say the team fall off the mountain. They started the season 3-0, and now they're 3-2. and two. They're losing Christian McCaffrey. That's a big, big loss. The Eagles came back from 12 to beat Carolina last week, and Jalen Hurts ran for two touchdowns in that 21-18 win. The Vikings beat Detroit. Uh, Sam Donald of the Panthers, he just can't handle any pressure. He's got uh, six INTs right now. You put a little pressure on him today with the Vikings. I think the Vikings take this one. Well, the betting public certainly agrees with you. This line has moved a ton. And as you said, Vikings are favored by two and a half right now. And uh, I I mean, I think that's a little sneak peek to nose picks. The under is calling my name in this one. How many points are going to be scored here? Right? You've got... The Panthers, their offensive line, they're just trying to get guys healthy again. But I don't expect the the Carolina offense to score a whole lot. And Carolina plays real defense. And you look at Minnesota, they're struggling to score against Detroit last week, right? So I right. think this is going to be a slugfest. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, but I, I think it's going to be one of those defensive-type games. When you mentioned Sam Darnold, who looked very skittish last week against the Eagles, You look at the Vikings, they're second in the NFL with 17 sacks so far this season. 
So if you're able to put pressure on Sam Darnold, Darnold was pressured on 43% of his dropbacks last week. Almost half the time, Andy, he's pressured. And like you said, he does not handle that pass rush very well. So if that's the formula today, I would expect the Carolina offense to have its struggles again. So I say low-scoring game in this one is my favorite. You know uh, what, though? I, I think that uh, you logically you're making sense with the low-scoring game. The fact that there's going to be so much pressure put on Sam Donald, I look for some picks and some fumbles, and that's why I think there will be a lot of points up there. And I'm saying maybe 54, 56 points total in this game. 56 points total? Yeah, something like a 28-24 game in this in this one today, something like that, because I think there'll be some fumble. I think Sam Donald's situation, giving up the ball, picks, fumbling the ball under pressure, he just cracks under the pressure. I think it'll be a lot of points scored on that way. We have more bets here. I don't know what we can bet on. I don't think Urban Meyer's <laughs> going to be fired in the next couple of weeks like you do. I don't think there are going to be 56 combined points in this Vikings-Carolina game. I'm taking really? the under 45 in this one. I think it's going to be a slug fest. Look at Carolina. They scored, They had 267 yards of total offense last week against the Eagles. And, by the way, three turnovers. So if you're thinking, like, hey, there are going to be some pick sixes, maybe a fumble, a short field, leads to a touchdown, all that. They turned the ball over three times last week against the Eagles, and that was still a very low-scoring game. They didn't crack 40 points combined last week. All right, let's put something on the line here if, you, uh, if you're okay. a game. I, what do I got, 52-54 as far as the, uh, the the point total? Is that the Furman point total right there? Let's yeah, put f- it at 52. Uh, 52. All right, let's put it at 52 and a half. How's that sound? Oh, it sounds great. Okay, right. so what are we 52. betting on? You tell me. It's, it's yours. Not Nutri-Grain you, bars because no. I either get the wrong brand, the wrong flavor. You know what I mean? Well, it takes too long to get it in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what do we do? I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm we'll not sure. We'll figure something. Okay, yeah. write it down. Let's have Nikki B write this down so we'll know. 52. Okay. Write it down so we'll talk about it next week. And the hook. 52 and a half. 52 and a half. Yeah, I I just, and I I understand where you're coming from, but honestly, I just think that Sam Donald right now, he will be choking under the pressure that the Vikings give them. They're really, and and the Panthers right now, I mean, for 3 and 0, but then again, who do they play? Well, they they did beat New Orleans, but that was a different New Orleans team early on, but they beat the Texans and the Jets, so. You know, I'm not that impressed. I'm really not. Although they got some easy cooking down the rest of the way. They got the Giants. They got Atlanta. They got beat them. You know, so we'll see. But they're not a good football team, especially without McCaffrey. That's a lot of offense they lose when he's You know what I've noticed about you, Andy? Let me say this real quick. I go up and down, I know, right? No, no, no. I noticed that if you look at any team's remaining schedule... You just look at the favorable matchups. Well, of course I do. But like, like look at Carolina. They're still at Arizona, the only undefeated team left in the in the NFL. Oh, yeah, they got Buffalo They as still well. have Tampa twice. They, yeah. Well, They're right, at New I Orleans. Know. That's not an easy place to play. So they got some tough ones as well, but I just well, why, why I would I look go- at the yeah, why would I look at the schedule and say, Oh my goodness, they got them? You know, I might as well look at the easy pickings. Right? I guess. I I don't know why. Like take any team. Oh man, you look at uh the the Lions remaining schedule. They do have some favorable <laughs> matchups. You no, just look they, at it that way. They, they wouldn't have any. I don't think the Lions okay. have any fa- there's nothing favorable on that schedule. I I don't think there is. Uh-huh. You know, but who who gets the win today first? Will it be Jacksonville or Detroit? That's the key today. 
Uh, well, I, I, you might yeah, see I mean, it's, it's L's tough. for I both teams. Yeah, yeah, might I, see I, losses I, for both. I think that I think it's more likely for Jacksonville. They've been playing some better football. The Dolphins have been a hot mess. The pass defense has been atrocious. They're just getting to a back. Might need a little bit of time to get his legs underneath him and feel comfortable in that offense. So. I would reluctantly say, even though I'm a Dolphins fan, let's put that to the side. I think Jacksonville has a better chance to win today than the Lions do. No, I'm with you. All right, we move on. All right, Brian, no Andy Furman, Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. No coach, no problem. That's next, but first to the man of the hour, Brian Fenley with the latest. Andy, Dad, and Brian, great to hear from you guys again. And we are two hours away from that aforementioned Dolphins-Jaguars game, which is playing in London. Andy, by the way, London is in another country. As far well, as... a London, Kentucky. Is there? Oh, yes. I thought that's where the game was, actually. And that's the 50,000th mention of Kentucky you've had in this particular show. It's on my mind, really, yeah, really. It is. You're not on mine, but oh, yeah, oh, you should okay. be because, yeah. you know, I'm your son. But I'll go on. Uh, running back for the Lions, DeAndre Swift, among other players for the Lions, are going to play today in their contest against the Bengals. So you got Swift, Jamal Williams, T.J. Hawkinson, and Trey Flowers. They are all good to go against Cincinnati. So Andy somewhere is getting a little bit nervous. Broncos running back Melvin <laughs> Gordon has a, a hip issue, but he's going to play. Bears wide receiver Allen Robinson is going to tough it out despite an ankle problem as he will be strapping on the helmet against the Packers. The Patriots have faith in running back Damian Harris and that he'll be able to go. Nothing completely official, but there is optimism despite the rib injury from him. Cardinals ball carrier Chase Edmonds weighing a shoulder problem is a thumbs up. The Chiefs green lighting Tyreek Hill despite a quad injury and the Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams should be a go after missing all this week with an ailing knee. Just a couple mentions in college football, Tennessee brain farts and they lose to number 13 Ole Miss 31 to 26 and the story was what happened a minute before this game ended when Vol fans just erupted and they were incensed it was ugly ugly. it was madness it was embarrassing not to editorialize on my part but it was they flung water bottles they flung golf balls imagine Andy and Brian if that golf ball had hit Lane Kiffin in the head like, Apparently, he brought one to the post-game news conference, that, that and, was, and he said that these are the most passionate fans. I mean, he really made a somewhat of a – he lightened the, the spirit of the ugly situation at the news conference. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly a classy move on his part. Number four, Oklahoma finishing off TCU 52-31. to 31. Caleb Williams got the start, and he got the oohs and ahs. It's taking over for Spencer Rattler. Four touchdown passes for him. Bryce Young, four touchdown tosses. Number five, Alabama fly swatting Mississippi State 49-9. to like You like yeah. that? You can use yeah, that yeah. if you want. <laughs> but you got to pay me a nickel every time you say it. Yeah. <laughs> Baylor with over 300 yards rushing. As they stick it to number 19, BYU 38-24. There was also a big win for Utah. 3-0 in Pac-12 play now. Keep an eye on them after they score 28 unanswered points 
to get past number 18, Arizona State, 35-21. to 21. And then on the baseball side of things, quickly, Braves upstage the Dodgers 3-2 to two in walk-off fashion today. Game one of the NLCS. And then the Red Sox hit two grand slams as they shun the Astros 9-5. to five. So that series is all tied up at one game, the ALCS. And I'm sure that Andy Furman had the Red Sox and the Astros in his ALCS bracket before the season started as I send it back to Andy Furman and Brian. No, Andy, little little sarcasm there. Thank you very much. See you in about an hour. Can three be staring them in the face? We'll get to that in a minute. He is, in fact, Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. And we crossed the 50-yard line on what we call Fox Sports Radio and Fox Football Sunday. By the way, B, uh, you know, I had lunch about a week ago with my good friend Kenny Shields, who's a former basketball coach in Northern Kentucky University. He's over 300 career wins. Great coach. And he asked me at lunch, is Brian Fenley my son? And, uh, and I'll leave the answer to you in our fourth hour. In our fourth hour, I'll tell you that. Because I'm your yeah. dead son. He's a big listener, Kenny Shields, and he wanted to know if Brian Fenley was really my son. So, well, that's I'll cool. I'm glad that. that he listens. Yeah. By the way, uh, I wonder if he'll follow that up with, are you going to be on Chris's podcast? You know, maybe that'll be your next meeting. You know, I don't want to be on his podcast. Good. You good. know what? You know what? I've got some inside information. I've got some inside information for you. Chris just told me a little bit ago. He was like, you know, the Bengals... Uh, it's Andy's team, right? That's his neck of the woods. I thought about asking Andy to be on the podcast this week, and then he chose not to reach out to you and have you on the podcast. So That's, you you know what? Just for that, if he ever, ever would ask me, I'm saying, I'm busy. I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't be nasty. Say, you know, thanks for asking, but I'm really, I'm tied up. I can't do it. Because if that's what he thinks of us, and we're a family, and we're a team, you know, screw him. That's the way uh-huh. I feel right now. There you now. go. Finally, yeah, you've whatever. come along to the right side of this. You, I'm with you on this. I mean, he just shuns us, turns his back to us. To hell with him. Bonnet yeah. Barrel betting in about five, six minutes from now. we got a tremendous ball game this afternoon on Fox. The Cardinals, the 5-0 and Arizona Cardinals at the Cleveland Browns, 3-2. and Cardinals are, are getting uh, three and a half? Yeah. Is that true? No how, Cliff how Kingsbury, man. They, their head coach is gone. It's COVID, right? They don't have a no head coach problem. today. You think it makes a difference? I don't think it makes a difference. Of really course don't. it makes a difference. He's so? the head coach. Come on. He'll be talking to them by phone somehow. I mean, come on. Oh, stop. stop. Come so on. Cardinals are getting three and a half. Cardinals are five and already beat the 49ers 17-10 last week. Browns are three and two. They lost 47-42 at the Chargers last week. And you mentioned Cliff Kingsbury not there. He's out with COVID. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray. He passed for 10 touchdowns, has run for three thus far this year. Tremendous season there. But last week it was the defense, not the offense, that won the game against the 49ers. They stop rookie quarterback Trey and uh, Nance and honestly I think that this Cardinals team uh, may be in for a surprise today not because their coach is in there I just think the Browns take them today I really do well I'm going to take the points I'll tell you that much Um, if you give me three in the hook with an undefeated team and the Browns they don't have Nick Chubb he's out with a calf injury we all know Kareem Hunt is more than capable but the Browns they really rely on that one-two punch and no Nick Chubb is a big deal today. Odell Beckham Jr. has done nothing the last couple of weeks. So still, Baker and Odell not on the same page. And if that running game is not clicking the way it normally does with no Nick Chubb and Baker is expected to do more than they would like to ask him to do, that's advantage Arizona Cardinals in my mind. And let's not forget, Andy, week one, Arizona did a great job against Derrick Henry. You remember as well as I do, Arizona smacked around Tennessee in week one. Derrick Henry didn't do much of anything in that game. 
And so you'll see that from Arizona. Sometimes they'll have that 6-2 defense, right? They'll have those six down linemen, a couple of linebackers, and they can really slow your running game down. So I like Arizona because of that. And also, the cherry on top, Cleveland's defense allowed 47 points last week. And now, all of a sudden, Kyler Murray and all their firepower come to town. So I'm not loving that Browns defense either at this stage. So I'll take the three and a half all day, even without their head coach. Well, let's talk about Baker Mayfield right now. He had a big game last week. Had 305 yards passing, two touchdowns in that game in week five. But I think the key in this game, everything you talk about, offense, defense, whatever it may be, no Nick Chubb. No Nick Chubb is a big, big factor. Although they still have on defense Miles Garrett, who basically I understand for Halloween is putting up heads of quarterbacks that he sacked thus far this year around this house. It's amazing. It really is. So Miles Garrett's really on pace, maybe one of the defensive players of the year. So uh, I, I think that Miles Garrett could be a key defensively for Cleveland. And I like Cleveland. I like Cleveland winning in a real close one, maybe a one or two pointer, but I think Cleveland wins this game. Well, we'll see. Miles Garrett been a little bit nicked up, right? Missed some practice time this week. Davian Clowney's been banged up. Um, so, I mean, little stuff like that, that yeah. can swing it. This is one of the better matchups of the day. Yes, it Denzel is. Denzel Ward has been banged up as well. So, you know, a few injuries to look at. I don't think it's a complete coincidence that the Chargers scored 47 points and the Browns have a couple of key guys that are nicked up, right? Like, right. That's, that's, it explains why that was such a track meet. I, you, you can swing the other way, Andy. That's... I always say being embarrassed is the uh, is the best way to challenge a team, right? Think about the Texans; they got blown out forty to nothing, and the next week they're playing the Patriots pretty right. tough, right? So this Browns defense that was just demolished last week, but you got to look at the Herbert opponents. The Chargers. Too, I wonder how they rebound today. You got to look at the opponent. I mean, obviously Buffalo is not in the same class as New England. I mean, the opponent means is a big deal too. That's a big factor. I mean, you talk about that Texans 40-zip against Buffalo, and they came back at New England, what, 25-22 in that game. And New England's just not in the same area, not in the same zip code as, as Buffalo. They're just not. Okay. There's a big difference there. There is, but you, again, raining on the parade here. Like, <laughs> the point remains, if you are embarrassed, that well, you, is challenging back. to you. No doubt. Okay? You're right. That right. is absolutely challenging. And so the Browns getting embarrassed defensively. They couldn't do anything last week against the Chargers. They want to make up for that. And so they've got a great test today against Kyler Murray and company, and we'll see if they're up for the challenge. I would put it this way. With them getting embarrassed last week, Arizona's not scoring 47 points today. Like They're not coming close to that total. And being embarrassed last week has something to do with that for the Browns here. Right, let's squeeze in this one before we move to bottom barrel betting. Raiders are getting four against Denver today. Both teams are three and two. Broncos now have lost two straight. They lost to Baltimore last week. They lost Pittsburgh. So now we know that basically it was the schedule. This team is not as strong as we thought. Raiders interim coach today lost to the Chargers last week uh, to the Bears. So I think this Vegas team right now is in somewhat a bit of shambles as to losing their head coach. And maybe they're not as good as we thought they'd be. I like the Raiders, though, even though they're in somewhat shambles right now, they're just a better team than Denver. Okay, you're taking the shambles team outright on the road. Is that where you're going with? Yes, I am. Yes. Okay. Hey. What do you? I, like? I just I want to see this Raiders offense. They've scored 23 points in back-to-back -back losses total, right? 23. Right. And you look at the beginning of the season. This offense was on fire, 
And all of a sudden, man, the brakes have been hit. They can't do anything. And like you said, no Gruden now because of the emails. And they've got an interim head coach. So chaos going on. Uh, a bad misfiring offense against a, a pretty good Denver defense. That's not a great recipe for me. To me, this is a stay away game. I really don't yeah, know. Man. I. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to BS you. I could all Raiders all day. I, I don't know. I don't know which team on both sidelines. I don't know which version is going to show up today. And this this game will not be in those picks, I'm sure. No. No. You, you can thought. look forward to this not being in there. There we go. All right. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And the pressure is just as high in this game as it is on the field. We call it bottom Barrel betting, and it's all yours next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events. You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian. No, I'm Andy Furman. By the way, we got a game to play. Let's play it. It's bottom. bottom. I thought you was late. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Yes, it is. The man who puts it all together. Blame it on him. You got a problem. Blame it on him. His name is Nicky B. Here he is. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Good, Nikki B. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Brian, you did really well last week. You went 4-1. Of, of course. Andy, you like went 1-4. Boom. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, I don't get it. I'm cursed. I don't get it, really. I, I want to get some sort of a helper. I, I need a helper in this. I do. Well, I think I won two or three weeks ago. I think I did. So when got- you weren't here. When Nikki wasn't here. I wasn't here a couple weeks ago. That's right. I know. Yeah, that's when I won. So, guys, we're doing all football today. And uh, we're going to start off in There you go. Finally. We're on the right track already, Nikki. No darts. Very well done. No No darts. darts, No nothing. Straight up No motorsports. Hey, let's do it. So, you're going to start off in England. Of course, Jaguars taking on the Dolphins. So, there was a lot of discussion 
this week about Trevor Lawrence's willingness to run a QB sneak at the goal line. So, guys, I ask you, over under one and a half QB sneaks by Trevor Lawrence at the goal line today? Oh, you're under, up, you're up, under, you're under. Like, we don't even under. know if they're going to be at the goal yeah, line, you know? You're right. Yeah, under. There's no need to run a sneak at the goal line, believe me. All right. So yeah. now we're going to head to East Rutherford, New Jersey. The Giants, of course, taking on the Rams. Kadarius Tony will be matched up against Jalen Ramsey and that Rams secondary. So over under 60 and a half receiving yards for Tony against L.A. 60 and a half, you say? S- yes, yeah, 6-0. Uh, I say under. I'm under. taking the over here. The- Bunch of receivers are banged up. They got to throw it to someone. Tony has been really good. I'm taking the over here. Yeah, but I think they may knock Daniel Jones out. No one will throw in the ball. Well, that's possible, but they're still going to throw forward passes in this game, and they might we'll be see. trailing by a lot and have to air it out late. So, yeah, point, overall day. Point, yeah. So, guys, we're going to talk about a former New York quarterback, of course, plays for the Seahawks right now, and since being drafted by the Jets in 2013, Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith has thrown a total of 37 interceptions in his career. So he and Seattle, of course, are facing Pittsburgh today. Over under two and a half interceptions for Smith against the Steelers. Wow, that's, that's a, a lot one. of picks, that's man. A, yeah. Under. I can't see him throwing three picks tonight. That's a lot. Whoa, uh, yeah, I gotta go on. I mean, the, the three picks. That's a, although Pittsburgh's defense pretty good, but still three. That's that's a lot. I mean, he also hasn't started the game in multiple years, so that's a possibility. Yeah, I see you trying I'm, to get us to take the over. We're not doing it. At least I'm not, Nikki. B. Don't put. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm going over. <laughs> oh, I'm going. You him. did it. I'm going over. I got him. There you go. <laughs> like it. <laughs> so, guys, we're going to look at Foxborough now. Of course, the Patriots are taking on the Cowboys. So, Patriots defensive back Kyle Duggar, of course, he was a second-round pick a year mm-hmm. ago. He has four tackles for loss this season, which puts him in the top 20 of that category. So, over, under, one half tackles for loss by Duggar against the Cowboys. Oh, boy. Over. Man, this is research by you, first I off. Know. Very well over. done. Getting some Kyle Duggar I'm gonna stats I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. going to go under. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. Not a whole lot of TFL opportunities against right. this Cowboys, Cowboys team. You're so, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, I also feel like I had to throw him in there because, you know, play Division Two ball, so I had to get some get, had to get, get some love in there. To those Where is Lenore two. Ryan located? Anybody I, know? I have no idea. I, I, I think it's one of those post office colleges. I think they mail it in. <laughs> really? It's just online? No, huh? no. It's online. They play football online also. Yeah, they do. It's a, the electronic games. I think yeah. their first game is at University of Phoenix or something like that. There you go. Yeah. There By the way, know. they're located. I just looked this up. I didn't know. Hickory, North Carolina. That's really? where Lenore Ryan is located, and that's where Kyle Duggar went to school. I'd like to see what their schedule is like. We'll get that in the next hour. Their football uh, do they schedule. play a tougher schedule than Cincinnati? Oh, My guess here is we yes. go. <laughs> do they play UCF? <laughs> no, no, they would not okay. play UCF. Okay. Well, you know, guys, I'm glad that you brought up schedules, and also I'm glad we're talking about lower division college football because we're going to finish yes. with lower division college football. We're going to go Division three. Yeah. We're two 0-7 teams. They're facing off next Saturday, the 23rd, or it's coming Saturday, I should say. And they play in the Northern Sun Conference, Upper Iowa. They're taking on Minnow State. That's located in North Dakota. Uh, Who do you have getting their first win on Saturday, Upper Iowa or Minnow State? Okay, so what are the schools again? Can you give them to me one more time? Upper Iowa and Minnow Upper- State. They're both 0-7. They play Division Three. in the Is Northern that their Sun real Conference. name? Yes. Nikki B? Those are real. Where's the game wow. at? 
Uh, it's at Minnow State, which is in North Dakota. It doesn't make a difference. No one's going to go to the game anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Minnow State. Give me the home team in this I got one, Upper right? Iowa. I'm going up Iowa. All right. So we got a split there. And that's going to be. Where's pretty- Minnow State? Is that in Minnesota, isn't it? No, it's in uh, yeah. North Dakota. It's in North Dakota. Wow. He laid that out, Andy. Goodness. Where are your listening I, I skills today? I want to make today, sure. Huh? I want to make sure. And that's going to do it for bottom barrel well, betting this week. You think so? Good stuff by Nikki B. Very well done. Wow. I tell you, he does a lot of work on that. A lot of research. There we go. All, All right. ball. I like that. Thumbs up. You know, not too long ago, this was a must-see football game. Not so much today. We'll talk about it night here next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Who's number one now? That's coming right up. He is Brian O. I'm Andy Furman. Together, this is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And away we go, hour number three. And uh, I need your help. I I need your help. As you know I do, I always need your help. But I need your help right now as as we're discussing week six in the National Football League. Sounds like a train wreck. Wow. Have we noticed the fact that this separation, in, as far as games are concerned, I mean, there's two or three really top-notch games in the National Football League, and the rest of some also runs. And really, if you miss them, you're not going to be too upset. And really, when you go back on the college situation, it's almost the same thing. I mean, in the college game, the first week or two was like everybody couldn't wait to get involved. The games were tremendous. And now you got a couple of duds. There were a couple of good ones yesterday. Not real tremendous games, but none of great interest. Oklahoma, perhaps, maybe. Uh, the Purdue-Iowa game turned out to be a biggie. We didn't think it would be on paper. You thought that since Iowa took care of Penn State last week, you would think Iowa would have no trouble beating Purdue in Iowa. And they lost. So it, it, things are kind of like really up in the air right now and can hand pick a couple of really biggies that you want to watch. Okay, I'm just going to focus on the Iowa game. All right, with you bringing that up. I like this yes. tweet from Purdue Football. This is top notch. We just beat the number two out of Iowa. Come on, that's really good. Number two ranked team, double meaning, right? That's a great tweet by Purdue Football. Shout Very creative. And also, did you see this? A Purdue offensive lineman, Greg Long, some fan threw a Bud Light on the field, and he chugged it through his face mask. And <laughs> he might be disciplined for that. But how about that? To put an exclamation point on the upset, a Purdue offensive lineman as they dust Iowa twenty-four to seven. He goes Stone Cold Steve Austin with a can of Bud Light on the field. That's it. tremendous, right there. Right, I love it. Uh, you know, look. I'm just saying that you could expect the unexpected. People predict all, all the time what it's going to be. I mean, it, it doesn't happen that way. And look, I don't want to be so cliche saying that that's why they play the games. But there are some games you would expect one team really to dominate another team. I didn't think Iowa would lose in Iowa to Purdue yesterday. No, no, no one had that. No right. one like that wasn't on the radar. <laughs> Iowa, I said before, they were favored by 11 points at home. And they didn't even score 11 points. They get dusted 24 to 7. So I like it. I like, we've talked about college football has been so predictable for so long with Alabama right. reigning supreme and Clemson doing their thing. We talked earlier in the show, Clemson barely survived against Syracuse. Like, what is happening this season? So I do like the unpredictability of the college football season so far. We've needed that for a, many years. 
And we finally have it this year. It's fun. And anybody who's crying right now about, oh, the college, you know, you're a fool. Because this is a great year for college football. Why? Because you don't know from week to week what's going to happen. Look, Iowa, number two going into the game yesterday after they beat Penn State last week in Happy Valley. All Iowa had to do was survive against games in the Big Ten West. Teams that they'll play that wouldn't even make bowl games. That's all they had to do. And they maybe go to the college football playoff regardless if they won the Big Ten or not. That's all I had to do is be competent in the West part of it. And one week, it took one week and one game in Iowa to ruin everything for the Hawkeyes. Well, and that's the other part of it. I think right now this is fun to just figure out who the final four teams are going to be. And when it gets expanded, and it seems like it's going to be 12 teams, I'm really curious what the regular season feels like then. You know, like yesterday's loss for Iowa, it's sort of a shoulder shrug if there are 12 playoff teams compared to four playoff teams. So I I just, I I like the setup if it eventually goes to 12. I mean, I do like the head-to-head matchups in the playoffs, but man, that makes the regular season feel so much differently than it does right now. I'm not down with that part of it. I'm with you. I mean, it's almost like in the NBA, they play all those games and half the teams get in the playoffs. I, right. I think it's meaningless. It does, there's got to be some sort of like cutoff point where you got to be good enough to get into this elite club, which you call the playoffs. Now, it didn't work that way in college basketball when they expanded from 48 to 64 because you still have excitement and there's still rounds and rounds of playoffs. And there's always that Cinderella team that, you know, the Loyola's of Chicago. You don't expect them to be there. So that's great. But then again, you get teams in that playoff, the tournament rounds, where you can have a losing record in the in the in the regular season and get hot for three games and go to the NCAA. That I think is a farce. You know why play the whole season for that? So there's arguments all the time. But why do they do it? One one answer: money. That's why they do it. Yeah. Hey, man, it talks. It's the way it yeah, goes. it really does. But, you know, you're right. I mean, this college football thing, I wouldn't mind seeing it staying the way it is. I think it's wonderful. I, you know, you've got a team that's fifth and they're crying. And there's always the argument, should they be in there? You know, if they go to six, maybe. If they go to 12, I, I, I'm not going to be too happy yeah, about that. It's a lot. Four, four is good. Six, okay. It's I'll just funny six. to me, Andy, is it, the whole four-team model I mean, most people look at what is wrong with it and not what works about it. I feel like this, where they always say you don't know what you have until you lose it. I really feel like once they eventually expand it, it's probably going to be 12 teams. Once they do that, you will have a lot more people who have done nothing but trash the four teams. Like, this is stupid. It should be different. You're going to have those same people say, yeah, I kind of miss the four teams and what it meant for the regular season. Right. That'll happen. Uh, but it, it's certainly not the, the conversation right now because most people are looking at expansion and what's wrong with four teams. I look at what's right with it. It's not perfect, but it definitely makes the regular season a lot more interesting. Look, I, I don't want to see teams like UCF in this deal. I don't want to see like teams like Texas El Paso. Texas, they're talking about Texas El Paso right now. They're having their first Who's talking about them. They're 6-1 for the first time since 2005. Who cares? Not, no one's talking that, about them for the playoffs. And they, they became bowl eligible for the first time since 2014. Okay, that's good. Good for uh, them. Right. I, and I'm happy for them, but I don't want to see a Texas El Paso, like a, a UCF, bit. putting up a flag on their stadium saying that we're really the champion. No, it doesn't work that way. you got to play good. you got to play real good teams to be good. And they're, they're not playing good teams. UCF well, never played good teams. And I'll well, tell you what, same well. goes for Cincinnati. They don't play anybody. Now, when they get to 
to the Big 12, that's a different story. Okay, you're just going 100 miles per hour right now. You are fired up this morning here, Andy Furman. Like, uh, <laughs> Not really. I'll just say this. One, one yeah. final comment on this. From yes. Me. When it expands to 12 teams, you're not going to have the fake champions like UCF anymore. That, to me, is a silver lining. You can't do this. I mean, I'm surprised they even shoehorned it in when there were four teams where we beat the team who beat the team who beat the other uh, team who thought about beating the team and therefore the we're national Carolinas. champions. It was so stupid. But if there are 12 teams, no team can make that UCF-type claim of, we didn't make the 12-team playoff, right? But we're the champs over here because we beat that one team who beat the other team. No one can do that going forward. And that, to me, is a good thing. So that would be the silver lining to 12 teams. That's the only good thing. It really is. And, and the postseason, man, head-to-head matchups would be a lot of fun, but it does absolutely water down the meaning of the regular season the more teams you have in the playoffs. You're exactly right. I'm with you there 10,000%. Now, this game on paper years ago was a must-see. Today, it's a so-so. Cowboys are the Patriots. Patriots getting three and a half. Okay? That's an, I mean, how many times have the Patriots been given points? I mean, it doesn't work that way, but it's a different Patriot day. It's a different Patriot team. No Tom Brady. We know that. Uh, once in, you know, this game really years ago would have been, wow, couldn't get a ticket for it. But the Cowboys, 4-1 after that opening night, lost at Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, 31-29. Last week, they beat the Giants 44-20. Today, Cowboys... He pass against the Patriots secondary should be no problem. Cowboys have Amari Cooper, you know that, C.D. Lamb, uh, the tight end. I mean, look, I would say this, that the Cowboys are so much better, and it hurts me because I love Bill Belichick and I love the Patriots. I just don't see the, the Patriots competing in this game. I think it could be a blowout. It could be like a 31-13 score this game. Well, it's a different day and age, right? There's no Tom Brady. It's Mac Jones right now, right? Yeah. So it's it's different with the, the meaning of this matchup. Patriots at 2-3, and three, a losing record right now. I just have a hard time seeing the Patriots being able to match points. I said it yeah. earlier where New yeah. England's uh, game, their breakout game yardage-wise, they gained 352 yards last week against the Texans. That's a season best. 352 is nothing to write home about. Right, yeah, and they struggled in that one. So we know the Patriots, they, their offense struggles. It's not like the Cowboys. They've been living on turnovers. Shout out to Trayvon Diggs. He's done his thing. He's had an interception in every game this year. That's insane. But they've given up a lot of plays. They've allowed 25 plays of 20 yards or more in five games. That's what the Cowboys' defense has done. So they take the football away, and they rely on their offense, which is just nasty so far. I I just look at the Cowboys. Good luck to the Patriots' defense to really slow them down. I I know that the Patriots had their way with Tom Brady and and Tampa, but the weather was involved there, no Gronk. There were some factors in that one. I just don't think it's going to be as ugly of a weather day today, and I just don't see how you match points with the Cowboys in this one. So I think this is a pretty healthy win by the Cowboys, at least I'm by a you. touchdown. And I hate to say it, but you're right. Hey, look, I, I see that the offense, it's not like an offensive machine. They got Dak Prescott's on, on route to be in the conversation for MVP or at least the comeback player of the year. And he's got Amari Cooper. He's got the CD Lamb. And they'll strike early and often with those guys. And then after that, there's a hand the ball in the stomach of Ezekiel Elliott to run out the clock and move the chain. So I think that they score early. It's all over for the Patriots. 
Yeah, I don't like the Patriots in this one. And by the way, the Cowboys, the only team this year to cover every game against the spread. They're undefeated. So uh, not just winning, but uh, covering the number in every game. So I think they keep the streak going. The best record is 16 and three. If we're looking at a couple of teams, the 89 49ers did it. The 2016 New England Patriots, they were 16 and three against the spread, which obviously includes the playoffs. So the Cowboys, I, I don't think they're going to be as healthy against the spread this year. They're off to a great start, and I think they make it one more week in a row to go to 6-0 and against the spread, even though they have an outright loss. They would go to 5-1 and right. their actual record, yeah. And we talk so much about the Cowboys' offense, and rightfully so. I mean, it's like an offensive machine, but their defense today is going to force Mac Jones into some turnovers. And we're going to see Mac Jones come down to life right now and come down to reality. Right now, he's got five touchdowns and five INTs. I think right now you'll see him panicking under the pressure of that Dallas defense today. I just don't think Mac Jones... And it's going to take time. I mean, and I I don't even know if this guy is going to be the guy. I don't think he's going to be the man, but as of now, he is, and I'm shocked that he is, but uh, who knows? But uh, we'll see what they could do with him. I mean, I, I know they made him th- go the short pass route to keep him uh, above water, so to speak, but you can't live like that, and they, their offense has been terrible over the last three or four games, so we'll see what happens to Mac Jones today. Well, I think he's pressure. got a promising future. I just think he's taking his rookie lumps. It it happens, Uh, but I think he's shown promise for the future. I think he's their guy. I think he can be a franchise quarterback, but in this one, when you're trying to match points with a nasty offense, I just don't think he's there yet, and I think it's the Patriots offense collectively. If you look really, like, look at the weapons. Who does he have to throw to? He doesn't have an Amari Cooper. He doesn't have a C.D. Lamb out there. He's got guys like Nelson, Nelson Aguilar Agu- and Jacoby yeah. Myers. And, like, who are their go-to guys? I like their They're tight right. ends. But as far as wide receivers go, the Patriots leave a lot to be desired. Yeah, they don't They don't have much on the offensive side. No wonder why Tom Brady wanted to leave. Yeah. Right? Oh, he's in go. a much better place. Oh, right. There we go. All right. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. Get him on Twitter at The No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or... You could just write him a letter. You know, write Brian Noah a letter. Just Brian Noah, Fox Sports Radio. It'll get to you, right? Just write a letter, drop it in the mailbox. Sure. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Right, we got nose picks at the end of this hour. By the way, one NFL team has shown some signs of life. That's next. You've got mail. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. 
The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. A loss that can't be replaced. We'll explain that in just about a minute. 21 past the hour. Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman, and this is Fox Sports Radio. And Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021. Nielsen Report limitations apply. A little bit of a game if we can, you and me be. Let's just pick for giggles here. Uh, the top four college teams that will be announced perhaps uh, tomorrow in the AP poll. Uh, you want to hear my pick? So let you go. You go first. The top four. The top UCF four. Okay. UCF will not be in my top four. Thank you for the assist there, Chris. Uh, they will not. They just got dusted by Cincinnati. So they're not even close to the top 25. UCF stand down. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> makes me makes me happy. All right. This isn't complex, Andy. It's going to be like this. It's going to be Georgia, number one. That's easy. Your Bearcats, your fool's gold Bearcats who beat Notre Dame and nobody else, they're going to be number two by default. I'm with you. I'm with you by that so far. I think it's still going to go Oklahoma, who's undefeated yet. I mean, I, I don't have faith in them, but Caleb Williams was tremendous. Counted for five touchdowns yesterday against TCU. So being undefeated, they moved to number three, Bama number four. It's I'm with you. It, it, there's no way it's going to be different than that. You know what, though? I'm going to stay there. The top four, I'm, I'm agreeing with you a thousand percent, but I'm going to go five, six, and seven. I'm going to go Ohio State. They were off, but uh, they play next Saturday at Indiana. Five, Indiana. five Ohio State, six. Penn State will be six. They play Illinois next week. And number seven, Michigan and or Michigan State. I'm going to go Michigan. Uh, they play Northwestern next week. I'm going to go Michigan and Michigan State. Of course. that's Yeah. Like, none of those teams played this week. Nothing I changes. Know. They're just going to move up because Iowa lost. It's easy, right. right? You just move Iowa out and then shift all those other teams one spot up. No, Oklahoma State's going to move down. Move up, I mean. I mean, they're going to go from 12 Right, but I'm to talking about the top nine. six. I'm not oh, yeah, talking but about they didn't the... play. None of those teams played. You're right. Yeah. There we go. All right, we move on. Now we got, uh, as I mentioned, a loss that can't be replaced. We got the Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. Seahawks are getting five. That's amazing, but it's not really because their quarterback, Russell Wilson, is not there. Uh, the Steelers did show some life last week in a win over the Broncos, 27-19. Big Ben, he played hurt. He had a little bit of chemistry there with the Chase Claypool, the receiver, Uh Pittsburgh attempted, this is amazing, really. If you look at the stats, they attempted just 14 passes last week. Najee Harris, 17 carries in the first half, had his first 100-yard rushing game last week. So maybe the running game is opening up a little bit for Pittsburgh, which they need. But again, Seattle, no Russell Wilson. Geno Smith, the quarterback. I tell you what, it doesn't look good for Seattle. You know what's funny to me with you just saying that? Sometimes when you listen to someone else talk, 
it just it leads to you discovering other things. You know what I mean? What did you discover? What I discovered was <laughs> I just thought about the difference between the Steelers and the Browns. Right? Like we've been talking trash about Big Ben and all oh, this guy. Blah, blah, blah. Big Ben looked pretty good last week, right? Yeah. Do you think it had something to do with Najee Harris being a uh, stud? Like, yeah, absolutely it does. Yeah. Like, imagine if you flip flopped the running games for both teams, right? Can you imagine what Big Ben would be doing this year and even last year if he had a Browns type running attack, if he had a right. one two punch like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt? And I hear all these comments about, hey, Baker Mayfield, not bad. Like, can you imagine if Baker Mayfield had the Steelers running game dead last? Uh, in in 2020, he would be a train wreck. He would be a disaster. So, yeah, not a grand discovery with the running game absolutely matters in terms of how quarterbacks perform. But if you look at two teams in the same division, the Browns running game really, really good. That helps Baker Mayfield out tremendously. The Steelers are just trying to get a running game. You found one last week, and that helped Big Ben a whole lot. And you look at teams that, that have success, they've had running games, even Kansas City. Look at Baltimore. I mean, Lamar Jackson does it, and you worry about him getting hurt, but they got a running game. It opens up the passing game. And if you can't run, you finish. Now, I don't know what Seattle's going to do today. Can they run? Can they pass? I don't have any confidence in Geno Smith, do you? No, no, I don't have a confidence in Geno. Against the Steelers' defense, pretty good defense. And it's Geno, right? Like, right. I think it's hilarious how it took one good drive for Geno coming off the bench to fill in for an injured Russell Wilson. It took one good drive for many people to have amnesia. We've seen Geno Smith for years stink out loud. When and it took one drive. Like, I don't know, Geno with the one drive last week. It's Geno Smith. Stop right. with that. What are you talking about? Now, I do like his weapons. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are legit weapons. So but he can has he deliver to work it? with. That's the key. It's Gino. It's right. Gino. Good Lord, one drive and you forget all that. It amazes me. And I, I kind of feel for them because this is a fairly good football team and without Russell Wilson, they're, they're below average. They're just, it's not a good team. I mean, they'll be falling to two and four. And all of a sudden now, when everybody ruled out the Steelers, at the end of the day tonight, they'll be three and three. Well, that's what I'm anticipating. I'll just say this, though, Andy. Shout out to the NFL for finally getting it right. I just see that Russell Wilson and Chris Carson, the running back, they're both on IR, and that means they're out for a minimum of three games. It used to be where if you went on IR, that was your season. You were done. Right, right. Can you imagine Russell Wilson just being done? Christian McCaffrey, the Stud Panthers running back, he was just placed on IR. He's going to miss three more games. Again, it used to be that was your season. How is the NFL better off with no Russell Wilson from here on out, no Christian McCaffrey from here on out? Well, and then it used to be yeah. you were designated for return. You could designate a player or two for a return. And now it's just a minimum of three games, and you can come back. It's so much better for the NFL to allow players who are on IR to come back. Well, it's better for the fans. I don't know if it's better for the NFL. And look, yeah, it's better for the NFL because it's better for the fans. That in turn is better for the NFL. Right. But first and foremost, you you worry about the health factor. But again, you know, if they're clear to play and they're okay to play, it's it's tremendous because you don't want to see a Russell Wilson or any star player out for any great length of time. If in fact they can't come back healthy and not injure themselves or re-injure themselves and come back and play. Yeah, it's it's. It's better for the Seahawks, obviously. It's better for the Panthers to get Christian McCaffrey back. It's better for everybody. 
It, it, yeah, it's a win-win all across the board. I, it made no sense to me of, hey, if you're on IR, that's your season. Uh, why? Why? Uh, and finally, someone with intelligence said that. <laughs> that's finally the system now. It's so much better than what it used to be. Yeah, and you talk about the system. Now, all of a sudden, maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers have found a new offensively balanced system with this run game. Now, I know they drafted uh, Najee Harris. Uh, it was like 24th. They've drafted him in the first round. But but still in all, uh, this is a guy that hopefully can open up their offense, give new life to Big Ben, and who knows what could happen down the road for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Maybe they're not dead yet let's see what happens now they got a bye week next week after that a big battle at cleveland that could be a big battle in that division yeah i mean and remember listen. they played cleveland twice they still have to play cleveland twice this year look at you it takes one I'm, win i'm excited against the broncos and you're all fired up here right like don't put the on. brakes on me yet i'm excited come it's, on it's a, i'm gonna I'm just gonna throw a little bit of logic into this emotion fest by you right this is not a good football team overall the pittsburgh steelers i mean they're gonna be around 500 they're gonna be fighting for a playoff berth and if they sneak in they're doing nothing in the playoffs like spoiler alert okay here's the sorry deal, that's, that's where they are i understand it but without nick chubb and if nick chubb is out for any great length of time or re-injures that whatever i mean they could be in trouble again the key to the cleveland browns isn't baker mayfield it's the one-two punch of the running game andy you're just talking yourself into stuff are I you know, i know listen here are you telling me the Steelers are going to make the playoffs and then make no make significant noise once they're there. No, is that what you're saying? No, I, I don't is think the they answer. Can make the playoffs. It's not happening. I think Baltimore and Cleveland will probably make the playoffs in that division. Yeah. So what is all what is know. all this I, about? I want to see excitement. I want to see life. I want. I don't want to see a team go down the doldrums. I, I like Big Ben. Okay. I want to see him do well. That's all I'm saying. And I think that when Najee Harris has a running game, it's going to help his success. Absolutely. It there helped it go. last week. We'll see if yes, they can duplicate did. that. And, man, that Seahawks defense and they will is win tonight. a smoldering mess. They can't do anything defensively. Like That's going to be – man, you talk about an indictment. It's not like this is like the Peyton Manning 2013 Broncos over here with the Steelers offense. If the Seahawks defense can't slow down the Steelers, who are they going to slow down? No, you're right. No, you're right about that. And Seattle, boy uh, – they got a bye week next week. Then it's Green Bay and Arizona. Uh, not the yeah. teams you want to be facing with Geno Smith. Right? Yeah, that's, uh, man, it's ugly. That's the question is how ugly is their record when Russell Wilson eventually does come back? There you go. Because they're not favored in this game. They're certainly not going to be favored in those next two games that you mentioned. So depending on when Russ is healthy, like add three more losses, two and six. Is it going to be worse than that when Russ comes back? Like, this season is a wrap for Seattle. There you go. I mean, you know what? He said he didn't want to play in Seattle anyway, Russ, in the offseason, right? He had a kinda. list of teams he wanted to play for, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So he got his wish. Christmas came early for Russell Wilson. There we go. There we go. Brian, no. Andy Furman, Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Ready. You know, there's only one way to win or lose this game, and we'll tell you next. But first, to Brian Fenley with the latest. Daddy. Yeah, yeah, baby. Hey, thanks so much, Andy, Dad, and Brian. So we are less than an hour until our first NFL game gets kicked off, and it's Dolphins, it's Jaguars in London. Who do you have? Uh, two is coming back. 
I, I got to like, go Dolphins. Huh? Yeah, yeah, there you go, Big B. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Knowing Andy, he probably picked the Jaguars. No, I want him to go. I want him to lose again. I want Urban out. Out. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I want him out. Yes, yes. Let him hang out in the bar all the time if he wants. Yes, yes. That, that could be the case, which he was in Ohio, so that probably wasn't too far from Kentucky where you are, so maybe we you go. were there. there we maybe there you just we weren't on camera. Maybe Andy was the filmer, I, and he went on I that think. rant to just distract us. No, as know? a matter of fact, I read this story in the Wall Street Journal. It was an electrician, a disgruntled electrician in the Columbus area who just despised Urban Meyer, who happened to be in the bar that night. They wrote about him <laughs> in the Wall Street Journal, and he just let it out on, on uh, social media, and then he came back. He doubled down. He had a second video he sent mm-hmm. out after the first one was released. So so there you go. I, I get all my information from the Brooklyn Eagle, so I don't know what you're talking yeah, about there when it, it is. comes there to there the Eagle. You. Yes, yes. So, yeah, as we mentioned, guys, Tua is back, officially activated from the IR. Here's some other injury news related to this game. Dolphins cornerback Byron Jones is not going to be able to partake in this oh one. Oh, my because gosh. Of like, There's no Xavier Howard, no Byron Jones? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so you have two of your top cornerbacks out. And for Jones, it's an Achilles slash groin issue. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. How's that- your groin today? Is okay? <laughs> Settle right? down over there. Goodness. <laughs> I want to make sure he's okay because he's been yelling and screaming. He could have pulled the groin by screaming. You're usually the screamer. Right. And I'll leave that at that. Uh, Chiefs wide receiver Tyree Kill is going to, to power through a quad injury and play. Broncos running back Melvin Gordon, a, a hip issue is not going to deter him from seeing the field against the Raiders. And then there's Bears wide receiver Allen Robinson, an ankle problem, but he's still going to tough it out and see the field against the Packers. As far really? as college football, Tennessee, they lost to number 13 Ole Miss, 31-26. to And the big storyline from this wasn't necessarily what happened on the field of play with the play. Players, but it was the Vol fans who lost their cool with a little less than a minute to go in this fourth quarter and caused a 20-minute delay. They started chucking water bottles and all sorts of different assortment of things. Even a golf ball nearly hit Lane Kiffin in the head. He ended up picking up the golf ball, and I think he took it home as a souvenir. It was a, a yellow range ball. Don't we all carry those to football games? Number four, Oklahoma dominating TCU, 52-31. to Caleb Williams, four touchdown passes. One other score in college football. Bryce Young, four touchdown tosses. As number five, Alabama steamrolls Mississippi State 49-9. And finally, guys, as far as Major League Baseball is concerned, Game 2 of the NLCS is later on tonight, just before 8 p.m. Eastern. But Game 1 on Saturday, the Braves took it 3-2 in walk-off fashion against those Dodgers. And then also on Saturday, we saw the Red Sox club two grand slams, a 9-5 victory over the Astros. So that series, the ALCS, is at one game apiece as I bounce the basketball ball back to the two-man game. Here they are. It's Brian No and Andy Furman. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy the games. Hey, yeah. one man can change this game. We'll get to that in just about a minute. And he's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. You know, I, I hate to uh, interject on the scores, and he does such a wonderful job, my son, with the sports updates. But I think there's one game that we haven't touched on, which I think needs to be made a mess- message of, uh, a little message. Utah over Arizona State was a biggie last night. 35-21, and Utah's making a run in that Pac-12 right now. They're undefeated at 3-0, and and I thought Arizona State would roll over Utah yesterday. So just to make a little mention on that, B. 
Uh, yeah, it's more Pac-12 cannibalizing, right? Uh, it almost happened again with Oregon. Oregon yeah. lost to Stanford. They almost lost to Cal. That's the highest-ranked Pac-12 team. So, man, when you start looking through the rankings, you're probably going to have one Pac-12 team ranked yeah. with Oregon unless an unranked team sneaks in there. But that could be – you might see Utah, uh, maybe. I don't but unless somebody comes from outside the rankings into the top 25, you're only going to have Oregon as the only Pac-12 yeah. team ranked. So Arizona State falls uh, at least undefeated in the Pac-12. They were 3-0 and and out of 3-1, and and Utah goes to a perfect 3-0 and in the uh, in the Pac-12, and that was a late game. So we move along. And by the way, have a little fun right now. We talked about the first four in college football. Do you think you could pick the top four in the NFL if you do like the top – Power rankings, maybe in the NFL, the top four teams, top four you, teams in the NFL. Okay, yeah. um, you want to hear mine? Well, I'll yeah, go, I'll go for it. I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals because they're they're undefeated at five and zero. Okay, uh, number two, I'm going to go with the Rams because the next three opponents that they play. The Giants, Detroit, and Houston, they could really fatten up on these guys. There's something like two and thirteen. Yeah. So obviously they're going to roll. They're going to keep on rolling. Tampa Bay next, uh, their offense is pretty strong. They scored like at least 44.6 times since Brady joined the team. That's uh, matching a record. I read that somewhere the other day in the first 44 years of existence. And number four, another offensive juggernaut, I'll go with the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Uh, no Buffalo Bills. That's a terrible they're, top they're four. Five. You, you can't five. have You can't have a top four without the Bills in, t- in, in there. Come on, Andy. Uh, I got the I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go like this. I'm going to go Buffalo number one. Wow. That's right. Buffalo number one. Right. And uh, then I'm going to go Tampa number two, followed by the Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. I don't get too excited about the 5-0 and because Arizona should have lost to Minnesota at home. Greg Joseph, well, you I talked about him. He hit a 54-yarder against Chris's Detroit Lions. He misses a 37-yarder against the Arizona Cardinals. So that 5-0 and is misleading. They should absolutely have a loss. And if they did, that would completely change your thinking. I don't need that one in the loss column for my thinking to be changed. So I would have I, I Arizona number four there. And I'll say something about the Arizona column. I know they're 5-0, and and they've had hot starts in the past, but those hot starts never been followed by a win in the postseason. So we'll see what happens in Arizona. They could fail down the stretch. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, they could fade. They, they faded did. last season. It's yeah. Hey, if Kyler Murray can stay healthy, and he didn't last year, obviously that's a huge, huge factor. Uh, and we'll see because he likes to run around a little bit. He is right. pretty judicious. He has more Russell Wilson in him than Lamar Jackson, right? Like Kyler Murray will slide. He's not the crash test dummy that Lamar Jackson is sometimes when he runs the football, right? He doesn't take as much punishment as Jackson does. So I think Kyler's chances in terms of that – it's it's helped in terms of him remaining upright where he'll slide. That's important to do. Your boy Joe Burrow should have slid last week. Good oh, Lord. Boy, should he have, yeah, you're right. And he came up kind of lame a little bit, and they were worried about that. And uh, he's got to learn, like, you know, it's not worth getting the extra yard by going head first or tr- yeah. get, trying to get just slide because your career will last a little longer if you slide. You yeah. don't, don't be that much of a hero. There you totally. Go. No doubt. Monday night, the Bills, your Bills, your number one Bills Whoa. at four and one at the Tennessee Titans, three and two. Tennessee's getting five and a half. Last week, the Bills beat Kansas City 38 20. 
Last week, the Titans beat the Jags. Everybody beats the Jags, 37-19. The key to this game, I say one man can change this game, and that one man is Derrick Henry for the Titans. Henry against the Jags last week, 130 yards, 29 carries, three touchdowns. Keep him on the field, run out the clock, but can the Bills' defense stop Derrick Henry? That's the battle right there. How about this stat? The Titans were outgained by the Jags last week. <laughs> How crazy is that? The yeah. Jaguars gained more yards than the Titans did. That is yeah, not a great stat for the uh, the Titans heading into this game against the Bills, but I think it could be a little bit of a letdown, Andy. That's an emotional win. That's a litmus test win for the Bills in a primetime spot against the Chiefs, and they smacked them around. And you hear all these stats like the Bills have the best cover margin when we're talking about the spread in the NFL, but... Most of that is aided when they smashed Houston 40 to nothing. So, of course, they're going to have the best uh, cover average. They're averaging about a two-touchdown win, even with the spread being factored in there. But I think they're going to have a tougher time against the Titans on the road. It's a primetime game, Monday night, right? Like, let's not forget last year, Tennessee clobbered the Bills, crushed the Bills, and you remember that stiff arm heard round the world when Josh Norman was a member of the Bills and Derrick Henry smacked him around. Remember that? Yes, uh, I do. Yeah. But yeah, Tennessee, I, I would take them plus the points in this one. You? Uh, no. 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 No, I like the Bills. I re- I like them big. I think Bills by double digits. I really wow, do. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I think like with the- getting Julio the- Jones, A.J. Brown back, they're getting healthier. I think yeah. that offense is going to be uh, better for the Titans. I don't like the Titans' defense, but, I mean, primetime game, again, a very emotional win last week. Sometimes it's hard to carry that emotion into the next game. So I think it's a close one on Monday. I just don't think the Titans' offense can keep up with the Bills' offense. That's the bottom line right there. They'll just score more points. That's what I, do. To me, it's can the Titans' defense hold up with the Bills' defense. That, to me, is sounds like you're saying the same thing, but it's really not. Like uh, I have more questions about the Titans' defense than I have about the Titans' offense. And we'll see. And you're right, because I think Josh Allen could pick them apart, so we'll see. But I do like the Bills uh, going away about by double digits. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman's Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Now, you need not apply for this job, and we'll tell you why next This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Nose picks coming right up. It's about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And by the way, at the top of the hour, which will be 9 a.m. on the East Coast, you got Mike Harmon, you got Bucky Brooks. Put them together, and you can listen to them on the iHeartRadio app, on Sirius XM 83, and of course on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. But right now, it's time for my guy, my partner Brian No, and those picks. Are you ready for it? Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. And now the time has come for Nose Picks. All right, Andy Furman, winning week last week. That's right, two and one. We're just looking to cash. We don't have to be perfect. Two and one, we'll take it. Nice win with the uh, the downer. uh, It was, oh, you don't want to hear about the downer, right? It was. Took the Giants plus the points, and it was looking okay until Danny Dimes didn't know the oh. difference between pennies and silver dollars. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, oh, yeah, and that went south real quick. But nice win with the Colts plus the points against the Ravens on Monday night. That, that worked out. So winning week, winning week. That's what we're looking to carry forward to this week. Let's start it off. I'm, I'm going to make an exception here. I don't like laying over three points on the road. But I'm going to take the Cowboys today. They're minus three and a half against the Patriots. I just don't see the Patriots matching points with, with this Cowboys squad, right? That's a gimme. Like, That's a gimme. I think Dallas wins by at least a touchdown. So I'll lay the three and a half. You're not going to like this pick, Andy. I'm looking at the Vikings at Carolina. I think it's going to be a slugfest. You've got the Vikings defense. They're number two in sacks. You've got Carolina's defense. They get after it. They're tied for number three in sacks. They both get after the QB. So I think under 45 is a tasty bet today. Carolina with Darnold, they can't do anything right now. And the Vikings, they can get after you. They played good defense lately, and both offensives have struggled. So give me under 45 all day in this one. I got you don't 52. Like it. Final score, 28-24 in that game. Oh, you're crazy. That's not happening. And last one here, yeah. based on Brian Fenley's late-breaking news, Dolphins down another cornerback. Not only Xavier Howard, but also Byron Jones. I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence over 235 and a half passing yards today. I think he gets to at least 236. But they still lose. A, uh, hopefully they do. But I'm just looking to him uh, for him to uh, pass for at least a healthy total. And that's uh, pretty modest. 236 is nothing crazy. Right. But I think he does that against a terrible pass defense who's down there two stud corners. Give me Trevor Lawrence to throw for at least 236. All right. You good with yeah. that? Yeah. I just okay. did that, that, that Carolina thing. Yeah, kind of you're wrong. On, you're wrong on that game, man. It's write not going to be a Write score it down. Fest. Write down. All right. Score, it's time 20. to go your own way. What do you have I'll go for us? Hey, we're going to Christchurch, New Zealand. You know why? Right. They are parting ways with the official city wizard. 
After more than two decades, his offensive remarks about women and the local government's new tourism strategy reportedly uh, spelled his doom. Ian Blackenberry, he's known as the Wizard of New Zealand, apparently even on official documents like his passport. He's been on the Christchurch City Council's payroll since 1998. Gets an annual salary of about 11 grand in U.S. money. He provides active wizardry and other wizard-like services as part of the promotional work for the city of Christchurch, New Zealand. But that job title will soon become, like many of the wizards before him, a thing of legend. And Lynn McClendon, the council's assistant chief executive, said her, his final payment will be made in the month of December. No more wizard in New Zealand. I'm going to take you, you to go. Lubbock, Texas, first off here. Texas Andy Tech. Furman. Right? So there's a couple. They're going to take a Vegas vacation, right? They're yep. there at the southwest counter. The clerk says, uh, your suitcase is six pounds too heavy. Oh. And they say, what? So they dig through the suitcase, and out pops Icky the Chihuahua. Huh? No. Icky was ready for a road trip. And luckily they found Icky because dog might have suffocated if it wasn't found. Oh, the uh, Southwest clerk offered to watch Icky while they enjoyed their vacation. So very nice right there. That was nice. Yeah. Yes, very nice. And uh, last story here, take you to the beautiful state of Maine. There's a new law that bans profanities on license plates. I didn't know this, but apparently you could have F-bombs. There's literally a license plate that's F-U, and it's spelled out. I had no idea you could do this. You could General spell it insults. out? Yeah, they're getting rid of it. New law. It's going to be done with. It's going to take two to four months to rid wow. these license plates. Unreal. By the way, our time is up. I want to thank everybody for this. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy the games, and we'll see you here on Fox Sports Radio next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare open a limited time 11 month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by ncua step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.